welcome to episode 207 of Retro Encounter RPG Fans Make Me Podcast. I'm Nathan Lee, and I'll be your host for the special spoilercast episode of Retro Encounter. This week's topic is Fire Emblem Three Houses, the latest entry in Nintendo's perennial strategy RPG franchise. For today's topic, I brought Foden's top professors together to discuss everything Fire Emblem Three Houses. Joining me today is my outspoken Fire Emblem partner in crime, Leona McCallum. Hello there. And then we have the S-Rank support pair of Kyle and Catherine Cordvelli. Hello. I'm back! Welcome back, <laughs> Kyle and Catherine. <laughs> S-Rank support, I love that. <laughs> I know, I, I thought I was myself. Oh yeah, that is S-Rank, that's right. <laughs> I just realized what you just got done. To- uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right, so I think this is the first time I've really had the opportunity to talk to you guys, Kyle, Kyle and Catherine, I think on the podcast. So, And um, I think I've, I've asked the panelists to share their experiences with uh, Fire Emblem in general. So how did we, we, we all get into the series? Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, my first Fire Emblem I got for the Game Boy Advance, and I think it was the Sacred Stones. And... I found it the most difficult game I'd ever played, <laughs> but I loved it and I kept trying, but I don't think I completed it until I was like older. I think I was young at the time, uh, but then I got Path of Radiance and that really got me interested in the series and I fell in love ever since and bought, played everyone since then. All right. Uh, how about you, Kyle? Um, I think for me, it was when the uh, official title for the GBA came out, with, uh, I think it was called the Blazing Swords. Uh, but it was just titled Fire Emblem uh, with Lin and Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my first Fire Emblem I got into. I guess I didn't appreciate it as much as I did until, again, I'm sure this is going to be a common thing, until I got into Path of Radiance. And <laughs> I, uh, I thank mm-hmm. Catherine for that one since she had the game. But she also then got me into the sequel game, which she didn't have, which is Radiant Dawn, which is equally good for the Wii. But with both companion games after that, that was just I started to play every single Fire Emblem game that I can probably get my hands on. All right, nice. And, how, and Catherine, is about the same? No, mine route was a little bit different. So having an older brother, we used to always play fighting games. And once uh, Smash came out and Marfs got introduced, it's like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, he's really cool. But I didn't really get into Fire Emblem until Ike was introduced. Ike is always going to be my MC for Smash. And then I was like wondering... Where the hell is he from? So after doing some research, my brother informed me I had gone out to a GameStop when GameStop was still carrying GameCube games, and I got a buy one, get one deal. So that's where I had gone, Path of Radiance, to first try the journey. And just knowing how the um, SRPG format is and how different, I just fell in love with the characters, the plot. And from there, I've just been enjoying every installment since. Oh, nice story. I actually started with... Um... Path of Radiance myself. It's, I went off. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of us would say. See, Ike, it is all about you. It is. No, I, I like Ike is still my favorite character in Fire Emblem. Of mm-hmm. But uh, I went over to a friend's house and I noticed that he was playing. Uh, I noticed he was playing Path of Radiance, and that's what kind of got me interested. Like I knew about Fire Emblem from Smash Melee because that's where uh, I think a lot of people got introduced to Fire Emblem at first. Mm-hmm. So that's where. The, so when I found out he was playing Path of Radiance, and uh, I got interested in picking up Fire Emblem, I think um, I borrowed it from him for a little bit, and then, but I never got to finish it until later on when I bought my own copy. And the first one I kind of played more of is Sacred Stones, but 
I never, I didn't finish one of those games until actually Radiant Dawn. So I actually finished Radiant Dawn before I finished Path of Radiance, which is oh, kind of yeah. interesting. <laughs> so I missed all like the cool bonus stuff that you got for carrying a save file over from Path of Radiance, mm-hmm. and then uh, played every single Fire Emblem game since then. Okay. I, li- I really like how Path of Radiance bind everybody together. Like everyone can come all back the, and say that Path of Radiance yeah. was like the go-to game that introduced us to Fire Emblem and all of its great. Well, the glory. graphics at its time too, for being on the GameCube, was like a huge enhancement to really enjoy it more. But I think that's yeah. the last time we saw everything in like 3D environment until all went handheld, and then when Three Houses came out, it was mm-hmm. like it fe- for yes. me when I saw Three Houses, it was like. Oh my god, it's gonna play exactly well, not exactly, but it's gonna play like Path of Radiance, and like I'm so happy about this. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think uh, I should never picked it up because for whatever reason, I always thought like the handheld games were still like quote unquote 3D, even though they had the, the sprite art mm-hmm. when you're on the 2D map. But I don't know, <laughs> but uh, when I saw Three Houses and saw everything was 3D, I just got reminded of the uh, Radiant Dawn and Path of Radiance again. Alright, so before we dive into uh, our discussions for Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, I want to ask everyone what route they did, and if you're still playing, what routes are you on right now? Well, I did the Golden Deer route, aka the Meme route. Uh, what about you, Kyle? Uh, I, um... <laughs> 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 I unfortunately did the church route. Um, oh, I wow. meant to do Edelgard route, but of course me... Uh... And we might get into it a little bit later. I did not uh, trigger an event that would allow me to get onto her route, but yeah, I inadvertently went to church route, and I owned it. And it was fine. What I, if I if I go back and play it again, I'll definitely go back and do uh, um, Golden Deer. And of course, I went the Bashonen route, aka the Blue Lions. <laughs> yes. And uh, I went for Edelgard's route, the Black Eagles. So I thought that was like when I was we were assembling the, pan- the panel for the uh, spoiler cast here. I thought it was crazy that we actually have like all four panels have played a different route. So this is like yeah. the only uh, time I've seen on the internet so far where we have like all the panels have played something different. So this should cover like the full range of, should be like, of everything. Yeah, well, yeah. If anyone's listening right now. You can just listen to whole podcasts from start to finish, and you'll know everything about the game. Pretty Not much, yeah. mostly, yeah. Maybe a couple of things I miss, might miss here and there because there's so much <laughs> to talk about. All right, so all right, before we get straight into the, into it, I just want to give a word of warning. So this is your last opportunity f- for anyone who happened to click this link on a whim and start this podcast just because uh, you saw. Oh, well, this one might be cool. So we are getting to massive spoiler territory right after this. So. This is your last opportunity to leave. We're going to talk about our, you know, favorite characters. We're going to talk after A rank support conversations. We're going to be talking about, you know, the second half of the game, which is full of spoilers. This is like pretty much like we're going f- the full dive into this game. So this is give it guys about like five seconds before we get into it. <laughs> Alright, they had enough, so we need to start talking about all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> if they're still listening, then it's their fault at this point. Yeah. Alright, yeah. so let's get into it. So, let's talk about, first about the first um, the first twist for all of our roots. This is, like, this is the first only, this is the only uh, first uh, twist of the story that's, that's uh, everyone has seen, so uh, we, we may not know anything about anybody else's route, but this is the first thing we know, and that's the reveal of the Flame Emperor. Mm-hmm. And uh, as well as Rhea, the, ch- the ch- chapter after that. So, 
So I think a lot of us were surprised when we saw it, when we saw it that uh, when the, you unmask the Flame Emperor and a lot of the roots, actually for Black Eagles, she just shows up. As I say she, because uh, Flame Emperor is Edelgard, who yes. I don't think a lot of us saw coming, unless you were the, like, you did Black Eagles on my route, and she just shows up without the mask. No, I, I, when I was doing Blue Lions, I would honestly had no clue. But also, too, I did question throughout as I was playing the game. It's like, why can't I have tea with Eldegard or Claude? Like, why can't I give them gifts? I, I questioned that, but then fought more into it. I, so I, I think the one thing that surprised me a little bit is that um, uh, I don't know if uh, it surprised me a little bit because of her being the Flame Emperor. I definitely felt like it was like, oh, okay. And then I started realizing, well, when did this all happen? And then I think when you're playing uh, the Black Eagles route, when you see Hubert disappearing almost all the time and him wanting to kill you in some way and totally not looking evil in any way and doesn't appear to be <laughs> evil in any way. Turns out, oh man, they're actually evil. I, well, I not can't really. Believe. That's 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 an ambiguous thing, and that's it's your uh, interpretation. Yeah. Mm, well, I played the Golden Deer route, and I was very surprised because I think that's the route where you get the least amount of foreshadowing that Edelgard is the Flame Emperor. I I watched my boyfriend play the Black Eagles route simultaneously to me playing the Golden Deer route, and just conversations with Edelgard were so dark and foreshadowing and it seemed like something was really up with her uh, but uh, and then I played the, the Blue Lions route and you have this whole conversation about a dagger and Dimitri practically spells it out that, that she's the Flame Emperor before the big twist <laughs> so I felt like the Golden Deer route definitely uh, has the least foreshadowing in that one Yeah, well, you, you mentioned it for Black Eagles how uh, Edelgard always talks about it's like it's always these conversations about how she's going to like remake the world, and that's basically uh-huh. what the Flame Emperor does. So, but for me, I, I wasn't like reading between the lines. So even when she still shows up at the in the oh yeah, the tomb, even even though in yeah. her B support she shows that she has the crest of flames. Yeah, I still did not piece together before the twist yeah. that she was the Flame Emperor, even though I had looked on his little. Um, stat screen and saw that he also had crest of flames so the one thing that kind of maybe maybe a little bit micro suspicious is that at the very if you ever put uh edelgard as like a mage class which i kind of did and i liked her at a mage class mm-hmm. i thought to myself gosh she's really good with flames and she's doing all this flame <laughs> stuff early on and it didn't, i didn't really put two and two together and i think it's like in the back of my head it's like would it be kind of funny if she was working for the flame emperor or something <laughs> and then it turns out like she was a flame emperor i'm like oh <laughs> I just shook my head. It's like I think the foreshadowing was a bit strong and early. I just, and like Nathan said, I, I didn't read between the lines too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember. Um, so the first playthrough I did, because I wasn't sure what what everyone would end up doing. I, I got Elgar to. She has a budding talent in reason, and then the the magic she gets from is Bolganon, and it still is still didn't like put two together that you know she likes like flames a lot. <laughs> hey. Um, and then after Re- the Flame Emperor reveal, we had Rhea, like the next chapter. I think for every t- every other route besides Black Eagles, uh, she shows up next as the dragon in- to defend the monastery. 
Like at mm. the end of the cutscene? I don't I, I, I want to chime in right now. Yeah. I never trust no green-haired people in this game. I am sorry. I cannot trust any green-haired people. It's a major I, staple for Fire Emblem. No, you can't no. trust green-haired people. No, ever since like when I first saw Rhea, she always felt suspicious. I'm sorry. No matter what, there's always something off about her. And just... Yeah. <sighs> I mean... Yeah, the first time I saw Rhea, I was like, didn't I just see her in a cutscene before I loaded the game up? Like, oh, like the first cutscene that, in the game? That was no surprise to me that she was Seros, because it's like, I, you just show her, she looks the same, identical. <laughs> it's, it's her. There's like no trying to hide who she is. And then I, I, I questioned it too. It's like, I, I had a theory when I was very beginning playing the game. It's like, what if they're dragons? Because you don't see their ears. You really don't see the ears between like Flan, um, Rhea, oh, and, and the other ones. Yeah, yeah, you don't see their ears. So I thought they have some a connection or possibly with the dragon. So that's what I thought about. Huh. I'll have to look to that. Yeah. For, for me, I didn't put like, I didn't think Rhea would be Seros. I thought she would be like some descendant of Seros because just because of the connections she has to the church. But mm-hmm. uh, what took me off that she was like definitely Sarah's is because I read the books in the library. Uh, like as soon as you get yeah. access to the library, and it goes like, "Oh, uh, the heroes lived for an extraordinarily long time." Like, mm, what could this mean? Mm. It's true that the, the books actually don't mention that Sarah's died or anything. So no. stuff like that. It's probably foreshadowed. Yeah. There was a lot of foreshadowing going on early in the game, and I, and I think. It's stronger inside Edelgard's route than anything, and I might that might be corrected on that one, but it just feels as if they're like something's amiss here, something is building up to something, and uh, um, and I know this isn't like a big big like you know difference between the two of us, but when our dad died, uh, we're in dead dead dad club right now, um, <laughs> but uh, when our dad died, I was I was getting suspicion like the flame emperor shows up, and then I. After I replayed that back and after we revealed that Edelgard was Flame Emperor, I go back to that same situation. It's like, was Edelgard around there when the Flame Emperor showed up? Was uh-huh. she or was she not? I don't know if she was. And no, she yeah. I, yeah. I did. I guess that, that threw me off the scent a little bit because I thought the Flame Emperor was just someone different. But now going back at it, it's like, wait a minute. You know, Bruce yeah, well, Wayne and Batman are not in the same room. Oh, no. The game actually <laughs> tries to trick you with that one because yeah. of all- Every time the Flame Emperor appears, all three protagonists disappear. Edelgard, Dimitri, yeah. and Claude, they all disappear. So oh. it could be either any mm. of them. Ah. Yeah, I didn't realize that until I played, started playing Golden Deer myself. That, yeah. um, I noticed that the same situation happened with Claude because they know the Flame Emperor shows up in that Remar village after you finish the mission. Claude uh-huh. also goes off to wander the town and look for survivors, something like that. Then the Flame Emperor shows up. And then Hilda's like, hey, where's Claude? Yeah, and that, but Hubert does the same thing with Edelgard when uh, it ha- does in Black Eagle. So yeah, and Dudu does it for Dimitri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you suddenly you might be suspicious that your own house leader is a flame member. But yeah, uh, Rhea being uh, the dragon uh, definitely took me by surprise. I was like, "Where are the dragons? Where's the dragon?" <laughs> yeah. The one problem that I had, because I I got a chance to see both sides. I had a what if situation. um, And of course, Nathan Caparni attested this. Um, So when I picked Rhea's side, oh, God, it's like, let's kill her, kill her. She did did, did, like all this church, like blasphemy stuff. Now, on the flip side, if you protected Edelgard, it it escalates so freakishly fast. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. options. It goes from kill her to I'm pissed, and she's like, I'm a dragon now. I'm like, what? Um, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like as soon as you decide to protect Edelgard, she immediately transforms into the Immaculate One. It's, mm-hmm. it's like that escalates. Like the story escalates so fast from there. Yeah, <laughs> especially on Black Eagles. Too fast. <laughs> well, I mean, for for me, like when Dimitri saw Edelgard behind the Flame Emperor's mask, and he just started to laugh crazy, and then just everything for him. No, no offense, went to crap. Like I, I felt so bad oh. for Dimitri. Oh my baby boy. I know. Yeah. Oh, after the time skip, oh my god, I felt for that child. <laughs> I've seen some things. <laughs> uh, I have a question about Rhea, actually. Yeah. So how much does Rhea play in the, the non-Golden Deer roots? Because I feel like I learn a lot about Rhea's backstory. Heavily, yeah. heavily, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, at least with the yeah. church route, um, it was... It's pretty heavy because when you I come out, come back from the time skip, um, well, actually before the time, well, after time skip, you know that she's no longer there. She's no longer around. And I think I'm pretty sure that's the same thing with all the other ones too. I'm not sure, yeah. but like she's heavily influenced, even to the very uh, final map that it, that it comes back to. But there's it's extreme uh, thing with Rhea. Uh, you know exactly who she is, what she is. Uh, right. What happens to her? What is happening to her, and everything else? And I'm not sure if that's the same thing inside uh, the uh, Edelgard route, though. Uh-huh. So what what's happening to her in the church route? What's happening? I feel I feel almost. I know this is podcast, but it's like spoiler cast. No, let's just jump into it. Um, so she gets she gets kidnapped more or less, uh-huh. and then we find her inside a dungeon, locked up, and she's very malnutrition and everything. Yeah, like I'm I'm weak and everything. Um, but towards the, towards the end, she's like, well, I need to do a successor at this point because I, I can't really control my form anymore. And, uh-huh. uh, I, I, I don't think I have enough energy to, to be my current self. And of course, I think it is the final map where she's like, in your middle of talking to her, she's like, uh, uh, like she's about to give birth to something, but she loses control and she becomes the, the, was it the immaculate one is what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she just like this horrific looking dragon and on a side note, segue here, um, I thought it was funny, and I commented this too. It's like, wouldn't it be funny if Rhea's uh, like profile icon turns into a dragon icon? And it does! And I'm like, <laughs> it's funny, because she starts talking as a dragon now, and there's this dragon yeah. icon talking. And I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. But I think it ultimately for her, for the church route, um, it's kind of a ending of Rhea's reign. Um, that actually sounds... Sounds like it goes Rain, together. Rain. <laughs> but Rhea's reign gets demolished, and you become the next... Well, I think you become the, the next line for the church, regardless, except for um, Edelgard's route, I think. Yeah, because for... Edelgard's route, she basically abolishes the religion altogether. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that was her whole vendetta. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so... interesting. It's very different from what the Golden Deer route was, because in the Golden Deer route, Rhea is actually... Uh, very friendly force. Uh, you, she stays hmm. alive the entire game. You learn wow. all about her people and what the the relic stones are and uh, all that. It's the relic weapons or the bones of her family. Yep, yep. And the the relics, the crest stones, are the hearts of the of her people after they've been murdered. And the those who slither in the dark turn them into these awful relic weapons. See that's interesting because I don't I don't recall them actually going over that. I I learned what you were saying right now later on, 
but I don't remember her recalling what the relic weapons actually do or what it is. I do know that her followers, which are a flan and um, Seth, um, mm-hmm. at the time, uh, were like, well, we're we're dragons as well, type of thing. I told you that green hair. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's like in the back of my head, what red flagged me about Flan, for example, mm-hmm. time skip happened. She's the only one that didn't age. Yeah, yeah. She's well, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> only child character to not age anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of Sarah aged. Yeah, but he's a child character. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, that's what tipped him off about Flame, is that she never changed. And, and, yeah. and that was like a question I always had. It's like, why didn't she age if she is the, the sister and whatnot? It's like, if she's in that same age gra- uh, age demographic right. as everyone else, yes. And nothing happened. Yeah. I mean, I had already known she was Seth Lean, like, pretty early, because, like, I think yeah, her think... Lindhart support just tells you it. Yeah, her B-Rank support heavily implies she's Seth Lean. She doesn't, like, I never saw her angry A-Rank because she leaves you in Black Eagles if you pick oh, Edelgard. So, course, but, yeah. but yeah, it's, it seemed to make sense to me that she was either, like, a descendant of Seth Lean or she was Seth Lean. It just yeah, wasn't there's, clear. In the, there's a Claude paralogue in the Golden Deer I don't know if you get it. Probably not because you don't have Claude, but... Um, I'm doing Golden Deer right now. I mean, I'll get to you, it later. Right. Uh, you get a paralogue with, um, you fight one of the dragons one of a, a dragon and if you fight him with Flane, she calls him uncle and ah, okay. he calls her Sithleen so it's like whoa okay whoa. confirmed did and, not know uh, no no that that gets a little creepy fast and like yeah, Ooh. yeah so uh and that uncle is a uh, keyhole keyhole you fight keyhole his name's keyhole Key- oh yeah well, I, I thought was key- keyhole oh no not not key- the other one the one where we don't meet in <laughs> oh in okay is it in deck? There's another I one. I think it's in deck. Uh, there's yeah. Macuel as well. Macuel, <laughs> it's Macuel. Okay. It's Macuel. Uh, so you fight Macuel, and that's apparently and Flynn's uncle and Setus' brother. I'm I'm also kind of curious too, since we're on a. Uh, I guess we're going all three, uh, all these routes too. Those are Slither in the Dark. Uh-huh. How yeah. how much is that influence inside the other parts of the routes? Because when I got mm-hmm. to it, it was the second to last map of the game, and it's like. You kill off Edelgard, and Edelgard's like, blah, 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 blah. And then Hubert, who's dead at the time, gives you a letter saying that, oh, well, if you're reading this now, then I suck, or something like that. Yeah. And you need to know this information about those that slither in the dark. And yeah. and like, who the hell? I mean, who's this? And then I realized he's talking about, like, Monica and the other guy. Yeah. Um, and, like, what? And then all of a sudden, you go to this map, where it's like futuristic, retro. It just sounds nothing like... Mm-hmm. the the rest of the game and it's like taken out of of everything and this is the old world old world tech is what it is mm-hmm. and it's supposed to like be futuristic and i'm not sure if anyone else got the same exact uh thing who no. got the slithers of the dark but it, it just felt weird it felt yeah. like the only odd map out of the whole game it's exactly the same in the golden deer route except after you fight those who slither in the dark uh, it releases uh the king of liberation like yeah, they're, 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 they've brought yeah. him back to life and he's the final boss of the game. Oh, for yeah, you, fight, you fight Nemesis, yeah. Nemesis, oh. yeah. I never fought Nemesis. Okay. I fought I, I fought a, a Dragon Rhea, so. Ah. Mm. So, oh, so the Church Route, the final boss is Rhea? Yep, is yeah. So the, the very final map that I get to play, because the second final map was the, uh, the futuristic map, and then after I do that, then uh, you go back to Rhea and say that, okay, I'm weakening right now. I, I can't go back to the throne. I need to find a successor. 
and then that's where she blows up in being this the the immaculate one and the, the mind you that the, the final boss is her and uh, you got to bet bottle i think four or five different dragons her and a bunch of other units and it's it's a fun map don't get me wrong but uh you, you kind of have to kill everyone else off before you get to her no yeah i feel the same way on the black eagles final map as well like, oh, you could, fight Rayan? You fight Rayan on the final map, but uh, on her flanks. So basically, there's one. There's only two routes really through. There's a there's a main route like right through the center, but if it splits off into east and west anyway. So on like the left side, you've got like I think it's supposed to be either Mercedes or Annette. Oh no, the Cyril. Cyril's on the left side as well. Then on the right okay. side, you've got Gilbert and um, Catherine. And the, mm-hmm. you basically have to go through all of them, right? Because if you don't, like if you try and fight Rhea before, uh, you, before you defeat everybody, everyone just piles into the middle of the map mm-hmm. and it's just super chaotic. So you have to make sure you take care of everybody first. Mm-hmm. I, I think more myself with the Blue Lions routes. How my final boss was pretty much just that hemorrhage big Eldegard in the wings and whatever darkness she was. What? Yeah, <laughs> I guess, she can explain a little bit more. Yeah, but... you want to explain that one because because I've only seen pictures of Elgar transformation. I want to know what ha- what the heck happened to it. I can't even remember. that's what I remember from it. From what I can understand too, because I, I I read, I had to read in all the routes and everything, but I didn't see him actively uh-huh. run through. But she was experimented on. Um, but she, yeah, she was experimented on, and then she's like the like some type of morphed being that's like, I'm going to destroy everything. I mean, it, it looks fantastic, though. I love the way yeah. she looks. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Again, it was implied in my playthrough that they wanted to use those that in the dark as kind of like a tool and were desperate enough to go ahead and just do anything with them so that she can get her way of demolishing the church in any way. Yeah, that was basically Edelgard's route. She uses those that in the dark to accomplish her goals, but she's, she still doesn't like them. She's like, she she wants yeah. to get rid of them basically, but but there means to an end for her. I, it's, like I do... a, it's like a lose lose situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to um, one of my friends about this. Uh, missiles in the sky. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> what the hell is that? That's the one thing that bugged me throughout the entire game, and I know it's old world tech and everything else like that. But those are legitimately missiles being launched from the sky that's not magic you can say they're magic missiles if you want to but legitimately nukes from orbit or something like that which begs the freaking mm-hmm. question how advanced was the civilization back then that's that's all i gotta say i mean that's i don't know how it is for the other routes but when that started to happen when you start launching like oh, i'm gonna pommel you guys with all these missiles and whatnot and like what what's going on here is this fire thing all a lie was there like you know modern day tokyo here in this exact same area in fire emblem or something i don't know what's going on it's be <laughs> but it was explained to me that i guess that it, it was the old world's technology that uh, they were using and again that's the first time you really get to hear about it and that's the last time you get to hear about it and yeah. it's not really mentioned ever again no, it's not in Golden Deer route anyway. You don't see a lot about yeah. the missiles. Definitely, they blow up, blow, blows up the castle on the river. I can't remember what it's called, uh, the Great Bridge of Murden. That's it. Yeah. It blows that up, and uh, you don't really find out. I mean, you get a notion that the, those who slither in the dark did it, uh, but you don't really interact with the missiles or stop them or anything like yeah. that. 
Yeah, it happens in Bla Black Eagle's route as well, where um, after you take a town, basically, uh, those who live in a dark want to use the city's uh, citizens for their experiments, but Elagar just refused. And mm -hmm. then, as, in retaliation, they, they just lost the missiles on the city instead. Oh. Hmm. Just kind of oh. funny, funny that just that happens, but it, it's never touched about ever again. It's just assumed that you have to know, like, oh, okay, it's just old world tech. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kind of tell you that the slows of slither in the dark are the same sort of people who were around a thousand years ago, so you can kind of infer from that that they still have their technology. Just mm -hmm. They live underground now. I mean, technically, like, the year takes place is, like, 1180 and whatnot, so it makes me wonder, it's like, did this, could this have really happened? And there's never documented? Well, inside the Fire Emblem standards. Is what <laughs> I know, but I meant real life. Come on, I was going off on a very far whim there. Fire Emblem is real, cat. Yeah. They time travel. They got stuck in the past, and they put the, the you know, everything. is alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 1,200 years before this game started, there's actually, like, a nuclear war that wiped out everything on Earth, and the only yeah. what's left with the, with the uh, technology was those who slid in the dark. Yeah, we, we, had to, we had to start from the beginning, so that's why it's 11:80. But by the time this game comes around, we're back <laughs> in right. medieval times. That one up, guys. Let's just have a clean split. <laughs> Year zero. <laughs> well, don't worry. Our, our age is question mark, question mark, question mark. Is when we were born, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why a, that was such a mystery. Although I guess same with Gerald's. Yeah, Gerald yeah. I mean, it's totally not obvious if something's unique about you in the get go. With especially with Sothis is. Is like you know embodying inside your body at that point, and then you get revealed like you were supposed to be a higher calling, but according uh, to your father, you're like, no, I want to take my baby away from this church because you'll use my baby for evil things. And it turns out that uh, in the whole cogwheel of this whole shenanigans, that it comes full circle anyway. And this is why I feel the church is evil. Uh, I I'm sorry, I I'm going on my little soapbox here, and why the church is a little bit evil in this one. <laughs> But there's something about the church that constructed you coming into being. First of all, your father saw the writing in the wall and says, no, I don't want you to be that. Runs away, builds a life as a mercenary. For some reason, three representatives from the three houses come out and say, oh, yeah, you are here. Totally has nothing to do with the church. Brings you back to the, the, the monastery. Now you're a teacher. <laughs> Reyes was like, excellent. Yes, I got I got him or her in my in my spot, spot now. And then I'm gonna kill off your father, which happens. Happens. Your father is dead. Ray is still alive at this point. And like it starts to spark out of control at this point. And I feel like the church set the whole thing up in a conspiracy theory here. I mean is that the whole thing of emotion? Did didn't Edelgard set the whole thing up? Edelgar did, but I'm just, I wanted to blame him on the church somehow. It's not her fault. Rhea did nothing wrong. <laughs> just the way, you're, the way you're describing that, Kyle, it just made me think of Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Like, I don't know why that image It's all a conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I actually loved the way the game played with Rhea's character because in most RPGs, I'd say the church is evil and obviously so. Um, but I played the entire Golden Deer route, basically going, okay, but when does she go evil? When, when's the evil going to happen? And you don't listen to her? Does she ever like kind of freak out about like kill all the non-believers or something I like mean, that? Yeah, but she's, she's, been, like, she's, she's, she's been like that the entire game, though. Yeah, yeah she, but does that seem like it's it's evil to you? I don't know why. It just, she was her... right. <laughs> they did deserve to die. 
<laughs> it just she just took it to another level of like, wow, that's crazy talk right there. You need to I calm mean, it down there, Rhea. <laughs> I definitely feel for her. I mean, her entire race was wiped out. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think it's she different. takes all that sort of things personally. Never mess with a woman's scorn. No, <laughs> I got. I mean, scorched earth plan for her. Typical woman, you kill her entire family, and she gets messy about it. Wow. <laughs> So the church route, because this big long cutscene of Rhea just explained the whole thing, because Seth is just like, you need to explain everything right now to, uh-huh. to them, because things have sparked out of control. So she talks to you saying, oh, well, you are special. You are actually supposed to be the, um, uh, the byproduct of, uh, I think she said she had 10 or 12 people she gave birth to. And out of all of them, the one that uh, she was able to put uh, Sothis's soul into was you. Because um, I think it was is that your mother died either giving birth to no no actually I'm remembering exactly now your mother had the option that either you would die or your mother would die and of course Rhea was like well we need to have the baby and was able to convince and I think your mom was like okay well this baby needs to actually survive so she kills herself she takes the bean um, because I think Sothis is inside her your mom. And then Rhea puts inside from your mom into you, and then <laughs> you are now the being. And then oh Jared was like, "No, I don't want this to happen. I don't want to have this whole thing lived out on you." And it actually takes the baby away. Oh, it's which, very like Gerald, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's <laughs> that's what happens because you're you're supposed to be this this immaculate being that Rhea manipulated to to being into uh, the, okay. the next the next being the next holy one the next uh, the Sothis coming to life because. She misses Sothis so much. I mean, yeah. it's, <laughs> that's what she is. Yeah. She, you can really see that inside her eyes at the whole thing. She's like, I really miss her. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I understand more why you hate Rhea now, because I did not have that information, and that's kind of... Yeah. Crazy. No, and when, when I heard that, it's like, wow, you really paved out my life at this point, and I yeah. really hate you for it. I mean... You killed my mom, so... <laughs> So what she, she basically just like kept having kids and then picking the strongest one and then like eugenics wise like basically I because I yeah. guess they weren't able to accept Sothis is a, a vessel inside of them Ooh. so and, and she kept putting Sothis's vessel inside of this person and that person this one she actually found the last one which happens to be your mom who who <laughs> happens to get pregnant at the time which that wasn't supposed to happen I guess oh, that wasn't and supposed it to wasn't supposed to happen so instead it like I say is either she lives. Or the baby lives. And Rhea was like, well, you know, you need to make your choice out. Of course, your mom being the holistic person that she is, she's like, well, I want the the so this to live inside my baby and I'll I'll just die. And so. then I'll treat and then I'll treat my baby like my mom. Uh it's it gets a little strange, I guess. But you know, Rhea... it's, so, it's so creepy and weird, I kinda love it. Yeah. And that's why you get um I, I, I don't know if this is unique to the church route, but you get the class change of the enlightened one. Oh yeah, we all, we all get it. You again? Okay, we did get all of it. Oh yeah, we did get all of it. That's before the time skip now. Before the time skip, yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, I I, I spot just to, just as much I didn't like the church route, I decided not to be that class. I was just the hero class the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and of course that class is the best class out of all of them. So I was like, all right, for the like final four maps, I just switched classes. Because I'm so spiteful over it. <laughs> At least your route gives you information about Rhea, because for Blue Lions, it's like, honestly, she was not really ever there. It was never really explained. All up towards the end, it's like, oh, she was saved, and she's done with the church. Oh. Yay! 
<laughs> yeah, so it's not really emphasized to what Kyle just explained. So hearing all that just blew it's my mind. It's a heavy emphasis yeah. over it, which I guess wouldn't really surprise me, especially the church route. You get to know everything about the church. But even after her explaining all that, I still feel like there's still some secrets in there. <laughs> so in the Blue Lion route, do you is it more to deal with Fargus and Cornelia? Mm. Is that what takes up the more more of the second half of the plot? I think it just more. Uh, I said it's been a while since I finished it, so I'm trying to remember. Just picture John Wick. That's all you have to do. Just picture John Wick <laughs> trying to get. I'm kind of curious, like how a Blue Lion Spoon goes in the second. Yeah, half. it's just like, like, oh my god, you killed my kingdom. Now I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, because because uh, I'm always here online about how Dimitri has like the biggest transformation out of all everyone in the game. So I kind of want to curious to know how the journey went. Now, now, by the transformation, are you talking about just how he sees the world differently now? Or... No, it's, it's more of like he's like, wise, yeah. yeah, it's more of like, like at the beginning of the route of the, of the start well, of the route, he's just like, I want to kill everything, and then at the end of the route, apparently, it's a sweetheart. I don't know. Well, I, I like mean, that. I know that um, Deidu was a super servant to Dimitri. He will do anything for him because in Dunscar, where uh, Deidu was from pretty much a lot of his village got destroyed and taken away from him. But Dimitri was able there to save him. So from that, that's why he's become the loyal servant. And then throughout the time as well, now I don't know if it's just my route, but this is a question I had. Did anyone else get Gilbert or was that just me? No, I, saw, I saw Gilbert for a small moment because he gave me information Gilbert. and he left. Okay. Yeah, Gilbert is blue line specific. Yeah, yeah he's only okay. playable on blue lines. That's why I just want to make sure that that was just something that I was seeing then. And then um, also, I get um, I don't get Felix's dad. I get to hang out with him, though. So how Felix had his tragedy with his brother nine years ago resents his dad for it. And I, I just feel like I like the bonds better, understanding where some of the kids had come from during the despair and destruction of it. Yeah, uh, Rodrigue, right? He dies yeah. in the Blue Lion route as well. Yeah. I yeah. Think it, he he takes like a lance or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember now. Uh, there's. So, in Ad- I'm, uh, this is like a dual question. In Edo Guards route, do you get like to control the sort of Empire NPCs we fight during the story? Like, um, uh, No, there's no uh, new NPCs. No, 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 new no one new gets, gets, gets added. I think it's the same across all routes. It's all, like, wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. Like, so you, so the, the people that go against the church that look the new faces, you don't get to control them at all? No, like you talk about like, like uh, Ladislava. Like the, the, like, yeah. 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 No, you don't, you don't get to Lad- control them. Uh, yeah, okay. Wow. So, okay. So I know in the yeah, me too. I'm surprised. I, I know in the Blue Lion route, um, the one of the general guys um, who I think has the funniest line in the game, where he says, "I'm gonna make my mark," and that's the only thing he says, and then you like kill him. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, it's that guy. Um, his sister uh, tries to get revenge on Dimitri for executing her brother. Yes. And Rodrigue jumps in and takes the knife or the lance or whatever it was for him. Yeah, and that's what kind of makes Dimitri start to go back to being the nice boy that we all know. So okay. I thought that was oh. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good. But yeah, the, but going back to what uh, talked about with Edelgard here, do you, you don't think you get anyone, you don't get anyone new because. Uh, I don't know, mm. because they're always off doing other things because in Elgard's route, you're 
you're in charge of like doing all like the stuff in the back lines like then while the empire takes the stuff at the front so the empire kind of splits themselves into multiple uh multiple groups so there's the group that's holding off the uh the kingdom and then you you first start off by taking out the alliance mm-hmm. so th- that, that's the first uh two missions then the next next two missions are taking out the kingdom and then the next two are the church so you just kind of just a systematic like go through yeah. like, these missions and just take out all of your enemies so do you do, is there like a justification that the students use to join in the empire uh, it's kind of weird like because they kind of just arbitrarily join you because they're, okay, just like, so... they're just like uh i rebelled against my father or you know i don't like the way things were run in this way so right. a, a couple of them were like didn't feel right like marianne and mercedes because they're so pious i figured they would have left my party mm-hmm. but uh, they're just like uh no i just kind of um believe in I like it yeah, <laughs> yeah it, 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 some of the justifications just don't really make much sense okay. but i mean i just took it because they're the parties remember my party i used a lot so what's funny about that is is that and this might segue into something else um when we all had our students that were trying to uh, let's just say swoon to be on our <laughs> side let's just use that term um, one of the students that I wanted to do was Hilda. So since I was doing the, at the moment, the Edelgard's route, Hilda hated me for all the good reasons. However, it was hilarious to know that once you go from Edelgard's route and go into the church route, within the same month, Hilda goes up to you and says, oh, hi, yeah, I'm in your <laughs> class now. And like, out of all this time, you get up to like max out her, like at the time, like B rank or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, you're cool now. Let's be in the same team. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> I think it's just a po- a pre time skip thing. There's always one character in every house that you cannot recruit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I couldn't get um Hubert. Yeah, you can't get Hubert to do or Hilda from each of their respective yeah. houses. Actually, you can get Hilda in Blue Lions for some reason. You can oh, really? just do I have, that, yeah. yeah, I have her. She so. she had no issue. Like I just kept on having tea and giving her gifts, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll join." So yeah, she's on my team. Yeah, I was stupidly trying to swoon her in, in some way, but and someone told me, he's like, you can't get her. I'm like, oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, mean, no, that, 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 that's the weird part, because it doesn't seem like Hilda has any real attachment to uh, Claude in any real way. The, like, I'm playing Golden Deer now, and now it does yeah. seem like she does, but it didn't seem that way when I was playing uh, Golden Deer, because she would never talk about Claude <laughs> in any specific way, so it seemed like she had no real allegiance to him, so I was yeah, surprised that I couldn't uh... get her. I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, I guess of the three, like Dudu and Hubert each have like close ties with their respective yeah. lord. But Hilda, after the time skip, she does take over the management of the monastery and stuff like that. She is the one who issues requests and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say she was necessary for the plot. So I guess since we're on this conversation right now, um, yeah. what's everyone's favorite character here? Because I know I know what Catherine's going to yeah. say. But, no, no, uh, no, I don't. I'm torn. Oh, okay. You're really torn. All right. Okay. All right. Well, you know, what's what's everyone's favorite character? So if you want to go around or something like that and say that. Is it gender-based or overall? Overall. I mean, okay. okay. I mean, your best female, your best you know, male, your best dragons. Okay. Here, here, we'll, we'll, we'll make it easy. How about we do, like, top three? <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that better. I'll yeah, start. I got to really plan this out. Yeah. Okay, Kyle brought it up, so he has to start. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> okay. He so, felt it. okay. So <laughs> the three characters, and I, I, I have to fight this one off in my head. I know one of them is Bernie, who I married. Yeah. I married Bernadetta. Um, and then I have Petra and Caspar is, is top my top three. Ooh, um, the, the reason for those three is that Bernadetta 
Um, she's so cute. I don't know what it is. It's just she's got the shyness about her. But if you think about it, as you progress your uh, support level with her, she becomes less and less and less worried about you and everything. And when you when you see what's that? You have weird taste in girls. I I don't know. Hey. She, she was a shy one, and she was like whatever. And then she it's like breaking her out of the shell. Although when you do marry her, though. She never breaks out of her shell. It's actually in the epilogue. So she's always oh, by your side. And I, I, always I, I feel like that actually changes because when I married Bernadetta, because of um, the story the story reasons. So at the end of Edelgard's route, you don't actually fight those who stood in the dark. It's just mentioned in the epilogue that that's what you did. Oh. So, wow. so when uh, the epilogue comes up and it says me and Bernadetta, it says uh, oh, she spends so much time fighting those who stood in the dark. She ends up not being scared of anything now. So oh, it's well, actually, it's actually mine different. was still scared. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever well and so, the other other means um petra on the other hand uh, i like her because of her broken english um i'm always like playing the game in japanese for some reason but i purposely played it in english because i did it for uh petra because i wanted to hear her uh talk weird i don't know what it was it's just our way of speaking is very endearing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was, it was sweet and it was like oh that's adorable and then caspar is an utter beast of a person uh i didn't think so at first but he was my war master and uh he was actually the one who took out um uh the enlightened one within four hits uh because i gave him uh, uh the dragon claws and uh yeah he's uh you send him in he just kills anything you want to but there's something about caspar just there was one of the support logs i'm trying to remember that i think is with either linhart or hubert that he calls him out for always yelling out his attacks and everything. He always yeah, screams super. out his attacks, giving away his position. <laughs> he's just he's, he's such a good character. All right, so yeah, I guess I'll yeah. go. Uh, I I have to say I I really love Claude. I really do like Claude. Uh, I know he's the Lord character, and it's kind of a cliche to pick the Lord, but uh, I absolutely love Claude. He's so. Uh, charming and um, his way that he teases Lysithia and his supports with her is hilarious and you can just tell the voice actor had a lot of fun uh, being Claude uh, so I really love Claude that way uh, another character I'd love is definitely Raphael uh, he's just a big ball of sunshine and he's <laughs> super sweet and he, he seems so one note at the very start. He seems like, oh, it's just the guy. His thing is that he eats a lot and trains a lot. And that is true. But it's the way this game's so clever and using these traits to uh, help other characters grow or how that other characters bounce off him. I, I mean, I always think of um, his support with Flane, uh, where he tries to teach her how to... Uh, psych herself up before a battle so she can deal more damage and he said the f best thing you can do is have a good battle cry oh yeah i remember that for conversation it's, it's hilarious. so funny <laughs> it's so funny um and i get in my last character is lysithia uh she just has such a she she's like one of those characters that has like a very clear like she isn't just a perfect character she has her faults she can be super quick to temper and she can be super quick to um to judge people but also she has her reasons for that that you learn later um the fact that uh she's doing all this and she's dying i, I really love her character wait she's dying yeah she was also experimented on by those who slither in the dark which is why her hair is white just like edelgard oh i didn't know oh. that I, I, I didn't i didn't have her as a student so yeah she has two crests uh stones um and uh, she has, because of the experiments, just like Edelgard is also dying. Um, 
Hmm. So yeah, yeah. So that's one thing that's uh, especially when you do recruit Lysithia for uh, Edelgard's route is the two of them have a nice bond together because they they, they have uh, you know they're both experiments done. They both have short lifespan. So it's it's really like in Lysithia. Actually, if you don't recruit her on Black Eagles, if you defeat her with Byleth, you do have the opportunity to recruit her on on, mm. on post time skip. Oh. And she's really devoted to like Edelgard's cause, actually. So. Yeah, that makes I, sense. Yeah, yeah, I ended up really liking Lysithia, like through her support conversations with Edelgard. It just yeah. made her seem like so much more of a human character. She's she's a great character. Also, she's a beast. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Okay, we she, all know the she, memes she, <laughs> online she, about how she just one shots yeah. the Death Knight. The Death Knight is nothing to her. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> she made a paper. <laughs> see, see, even on the first first route, or oh, sorry, the first fight, you do the Death Knight. Uh, I I got Lysithia's. Uh, reason up to be so I could get Dark Spice yeah. and I just had to gambit once and then I, I killed the Death Knight with one hit with wow. Lysithia. <laughs> uh-huh. I great. think she, I'm pretty sure like if you ever do other routes just recruit Lysithia and it'll make your early game so much easier. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's especially good on Golden Deer because you get uh, Lawrence's Relic Weapon which is a uh, plus two range to magic and also mm-hmm. yeah. gives you Pavese which is sometimes you take half damage. So it's yeah. so good to stick it on Lysithia because they both have the Crest of Gloucester. Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing that now with Golden Deer and Lysithia is just like the perfect unit. Yeah, you know? she, she's too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's probably the most broken character in the game just because her magic is just ridiculously good. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, for me, my most broken character is Felix. Oh my oh, gosh, Felix I have never so seen good. so many crits in my life. <laughs> Any Fire Emblem game, I've never seen this many come from one boy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Felix is actually an insane unit, too. I yes, have... he is! Because but... with Felix on my route, I made him into a sword master, so we can have swords plus spells, and it's the best thing I could ever ask for. One of our favorite characters. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. We'll just go into mine now. Okay, so no particular order. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, but... so this is your order of most favorite. Okay, so as I mentioned, I love Felix because I got to also hear more of his backstory with how he lost his brother and all that. Mm -hmm. But I love I'm I my kids are more about how they fight. I will admit that their story is cool and whatnot, but how they fight is what I was after. (laughs) So Felix is top top notch on that for me. Another favorite character I I adopted Ash. He is my no. son. I don't <laughs> care. He is my son. He's such a good boy. I know. Boy. And making him into a sniper was probably one of the best moves I've made into the game. Because even yeah. though I could have done a different class, he was meant for that bow. So he's taken down enemies that I wasn't expecting. Plus the distance I get out of it. Mm. Um, did, you, did you see his supports with Ingrid? Not that much, no. I love how they fat, they fat, like they, they like turned like fanboys and girls over uh-huh, night stories. It's adorable. The heck over like old knights and stuff like that. It's <laughs> so cute. Because <laughs> like some of the beginning supports, I read into it, but then as it got towards more game battle, I'm just like, whatever. I got. I just want to keep going. Uh huh. Sure, no. they did stuff. Nice. Oh, uh, you must have like good support conversations. Some of these are really good. Yeah, yeah, I'll some play. Some of them are fairly good. Yeah, through another playthrough, I would go through that. I think I'm... one of the things what, that I remember too was support. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off there. Was between Ca- was Caspar and Bernadetta. Um, I, yeah, between oh, yeah, Caspar and Bernadetta, keeps kidnapping her and putting in her spots. Oh. Uh, 
Well, he doesn't kidnap. Let me get that right. But okay. he gets so fed up with uh, Bernadette being such a shut-in that he literally uh, like puts him over her shoulders and just takes uh. her someplace. It's usually just he usually just likes to show her the sights, like like a sunset or yeah, like uh, the nice views. I love the, the first time when he did it. She she thought she was gonna die. She just like makes a prayer to, yeah. to the goddess. <laughs> it's, it's just really cute. But didn't you have another favorite character, sweetheart? I I, I can keep going. It's gonna go be bits. But um, yeah. <laughs> uh, another one of my favorite characters was Sylvain. Um, I know through my route, you guys probably didn't have the same experience, but um. Through one of the dungeons that we were crawling through, Sylvain's brother actually got possessed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And from that, we had to kill him because Sylvain was born with a crest. And he thought, oh, girls just want to be with me for my crest and be famous and rich and whatever. But once his brother perished, his attitude slowly started to change. Like, no, I, I want to be with somebody for the right reasons, not just because they want to marry into it. So even when he grew older... His mentality from when he was a kid completely changed. So I just love the maturity he gained from it. Mm, yeah, and he but... can and he can hit with an axe. Oh my gosh! Ah, <laughs> oh, he he took out um, Lorenzo like nothing. He was like, it was Lorenzo, right? Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Yeah. Yeah. Lorenzo. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he took him out. It was so great. But overall, <laughs> okay. Overall, one more, one more. Well, one no. Minute. Okay, one more. I can do one I, more. I I was gonna get one more now. I'm sorry. Not four. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's because I was torn. My honest personal favorite is Daydu. I adore Daydu to pieces. I didn't say him over Sylvain. I'm surprised no, you didn't say no. Dimitri. I, I like the fact from Daydu, like how um, Lenoa mentioned about Raphael being like the gentle giant. Daydu is very similar to that as well. He loves to tend to the gardens, plus his loyalty to Dimitri. But he's an awesome brawler. Oh my gosh! You just give him those fifty cuffs, he goes to town. <laughs> yeah, and remember to do his paralogue before the time skip, uh, because if you don't, he will die. <laughs> oh. well, no, I, must, I did it because yeah, he, yeah. he stayed with me. But... He was alive in mine because um, in the um, God, what was it? Second or third last map, you get to see him. Yeah, he comes out. Yeah, that happens in the Golden Deer route as well. Oh, okay. If you're playing the Blue Lions, um, he he doesn't live past the time skip. Oh. See, I just I just did the mission because it was there. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I didn't know that had a consequence if you didn't. Wow. Because um, it's the people of Duskar who you save in that paralogue that save him in return uh, when he's trying to free Dimitri from uh, Fargus. Yes. Nice to know. Yeah. Nathan. Mine. Okay. So yeah. mine are um, Bernadetta, uh, <laughs> Pe- Petra, and uh, Dorothea. <laughs> Dorothea was a, is a very close fourth for me. I'm. Yeah. I'm Dor- like. She, she's just such a great character. I love her. Yeah. Like she's uh, got, I don't know who the voice actress is, but she got a really good singer for the voice actress. That did it. Yeah, or at least but... she she knows how to sing really well. Mm-hmm. Like Dor- Dorothy is like that's I love her just because she she just knows what she wants in life and she's like, so determined and for her goals. And that's of, like, cute girls. Yeah. Go get her. <laughs> yes. It's like no no man's gonna not hold her back even if the men want her. She's like yeah. I don't need that. I'm good. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's basically her. And uh, she always like. Um, but, but I like the way she always teases all the girls too. It's just like I feel like like 
her just canon is just she's integral in all the guys. I mean, the she mean everything. Like you just do like Ingrid's paralogue with her, which she's just like teases yeah. Ingrid. She's like, like yes. Ingrid gives her a ring. And she's just like, oh, is this a proposal? Oh, yeah, Ingrid? <laughs> yeah. It's very much that thing that actual real life gay people do, where it's like, oh, I'm just joking. I don't love you, but if you said yes, then I would also say yes. You know, that's kind of funny that you mentioned that because uh, my uh, at the uh, prologue of everything, um, uh, her and Petra get together um oh, and yeah. it, to, a sense, too, yeah. to a sense because i don't they don't explicitly say that they actually get together but mm-hmm. both of them is that the dorothea invites uh petra into the the country uh wants to represent her and, and they get really close to each other like yeah. she opens up like a clothing store and petra is just like training and everything but i think it's implied yeah. that they get like be more than friends and in, in, in my epilogue i got them together and it says that uh, dorothea is the woman that petra loves the most yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. So who di- who then like end game who coupled up with who in your oh oh, oh um my, mine was I think I did a couple of uh, so Dorota and Petra I might have looked at my switch do I have it close by <laughs> hang on a second uh, I'm just gonna go through I'll this. go through mine uh, I had so um, mine was uh, also Sylvain and Ingrid that's another okay. one who you're the game now. There yes. it is. Game, yeah. <laughs> um, I know that mine was Pulling Linhart and Caspar. Oh, you... Oh, Linhart really? Caspar, nice. How does that end up go- going? Because... Um, so, apparently, it's a, a kind of like... Um, I don't think they're together, per se. If they were, I went over my head. But apparently, Linhart and Caspar got together. They went on, like, quests overseas and everything else like that. They actually made this one book, like, a thousand quest journey or something like that. Okay. And um, eventually, they uh, settled down. Um and they did do something. I, I, it's very fuzzy at what, what it is. All my mind says, oh, my God, they got together, um, which was a really odd pairing. <laughs> so. Oh, I, I have Felix and Annette here, and I, that's probably one of my favorite pairings. Aww. Felix and who? Felix and Annette. Oh, okay. Because uh, I think early on, the Felix w- walks in on Annette singing, and that, yeah. just, be- that just becomes, like, the, the entire support conversation. Is feel and, and that's just too embarrassing to sing, but Felix is always just like telling her, "Hey, I like your voice, and I want you to sing for me." <laughs> she does not believe it. She, yeah. just, she thinks he's teasing her. Yeah, but, but he's like, like, "No, I really like it. What's going on?" Because <laughs> Felix is just so like standoffish to everybody that Annette thinks that she's just messing with her, <laughs> yeah. but he's actually kind of like genuinely like interested, uh, likes her singing. So, yeah. oh, I know what happens to Linhart and Caspar. Uh, they actually get, disappear together. Um, no one hears from them ever again. Aww. That's what it is. <laughs> They're off being gay on the sea. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, now, now for me, even mm-hmm. Kyle can admit to this, I have never married anybody. I can't decide. <laughs> I have not done any she, of them. She, she, she chose not to. She chose <laughs> not to? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that breaks my heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm leaving that, that. See, hey, not all spoilers. I have not decided who to marry yet, so... She'll go back. She'll. She's got a save file for it. She'll, oh yeah. She'll, she'll go back. I just never did it. She she wow. couldn't commit even, which is funny, <laughs> right, sweetheart? I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky, Kyle. You managed to get through that. <laughs> Good thing I wasn't well, like. Well, well, if a Kyle, no, if Kyle saw, he might get jealous. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Tells me all the time. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> in my playthrough, Byleth married. Um, oh. Manuela. Manuela. <laughs> Manuela. 
<laughs> okay, I figured. Woo! I like Manuela. I do. I don't know. I relate to the drunken, slovenly woman. What can Mrs. I say? Mrs. Yeah, I remember Mrs. Krabappel. Uh, she was like so like grateful that I married her. It was she, was thirsty. she was thirsty. She was yeah. definitely thirsty. <laughs> like, oh my god, I thought I'd never get married. I'm the happiest person alive. And I'm like, I did that for you. I'm a good person. <laughs> Um, All for you, 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 you like the cougar in her. Just a minute. You like that cougar. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, my favorite couple that happened in my playthrough was Lysithia and Claude. And it's super cute because in the Claude takes her on his dragon and they try to find a cure for her illness. And, they, they, and, they, and they find it. Oh, Yay! thank God. Thank God. Yeah. I know because there's about, like, I think half of the conversations where she does, they don't find a cure and she dies young. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in Lawrence's one, she um, is, like, the force of much, most of his policies, but she never leaves because she's so sickly. Uh, but mm. I'm so happy in the Claude one she lives. Yeah, but now I'm, like, devoted to, like, finding the ones that she does live and trying to pair them up together. Because I can't bear the thought of her just, like, living this short life. I can bear the thought. She's too precious. Does anyone know what happens if you try to marry Sothith? No, nah, I haven't option. tried it. I don't think she's an option, because she's dead. No, she's an option. No, no, she's an option. Is she? How does that work? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I saw, I never really looked into it, but you I think it's a new game. I think it's a new game plus thing. yourself. Sorry, what'd you say, Nathan? So I think it's a New Game Plus thing, because... Ah. I think so, anyway, because... Well, at least I know for sure in Black Eagles, you can't get her back, because you, uh... You kill her, basically, in the epilogue. Is it, is it like, at the wedding? <clears throat> like, I take me to be my lawfully wedded bride. I also take me to be my lawfully wedded husband. <laughs> <laughs> you put two different rings on your two hands. <laughs> yeah. He's gone crazy. Yeah, that's, all, that's a great way to think about it. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably doesn't happen in Black Eagles just because... Uh, uh, maybe you could test this, Kyle, because you played Church Root, but uh, she, like, Rhea implants, like, a crest on your heart or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, when you do Black Eagles and you kill Rhea, the crest uh, disappears and it revives you, like, after it disappears. Yeah, it doesn't happen with me because, because uh, again, it never really explains aside from when Sothis becomes one with you officially and your hair just goes to a different shade of green. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't really, aside from, I guess, touching up what happened to Sothis, like what's the ultimate fate of Sothis okay. uh, in, in the church route. You just, when when she combines with you, that's it. It's done. That's the last time we hear about it. Otherwise, we just hear like other stuff about Rhea and whatnot. So whatever you got on uh, that route was a hell of a lot more than I've, I've seen. Okay, because on Black Eagles, uh, you basically, when you lose the crest after, basically you die killing Rhea. But then uh, you, the crest revives you, and then the crest disappears, and you also lose your power. So I'm assuming that means Sultan is also dead. Yeah, it did not happen on my side. Yeah. Okay, uh, I know we've been talking about how we love... Can we at least say one that we don't love? Yeah, oh, characters. We yeah, all we have. About... I already think I already mentioned one. <laughs> I at least one or more. I hate Aloise. Okay, Alois? that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. I hate puns, and he's nothing but puns. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you, you don't hate dad, dad joke man? I hate him. <laughs> 
I have never used him. He's still the same level I go. <laughs> Mine's probably gonna be the same way. I I, I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like the only character I actively dislike. Wow. Don't For, don't hate yeah. me at all because I know you touched about this, but I uh, I hated Raya. <laughs> I hated her. That's okay. Understandable I, after you. It it it, it, it confirmed my hate by the time I ended Church Route because it's like yeah. I had a good reason hating you. Now I'm glad you're dead. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really bad, but. I had a very, she was so crazy. She was like, oh my God, this woman. I, if I met this woman in real life, I just like crazy church lady, gotta go. God, I can't be around this woman. <laughs> for for one of mine, I I think it was ever since when you do the dance and you get that one cut scene with whoever's there and whatnot. And for some reason, I never bonded or I don't really care for Annette. I do not care for wow. her at all. Oh, you're, me, you're breaking my heart. For me, once I got more magic users like Dorfia and um, how do you say her name again? The one that everyone else likes. Lysithia. Lysithia? Yes, thank you. Once I got them, it's like, you're gone. Yeah, I don't and, need and you that's anymore. That's not the best unit. I'll, I'll admit <laughs> that. I mean, fair. And the, and the thing when I was mentioned about the dance, it's like, I was more smitten with Dorfia and all the other girls, and I got her! I no. was so sad. I did not no. want to be best friends with her. I did not want to, and it made me. You know so. you can pick who you dance with if you talk to uh, nothing to report guy. The gatekeeper, the best character the in the game. Gatekeeper? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a him, thing, wasn't it? You were trying to swim yeah. the gatekeeper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I'm adding him to my list of favorite characters. Gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't start that meme up again. That was a thing, and everyone tried to... No, it's, it's still a thing. Gatekeeper. What are you talking about? <laughs> everyone wants the gatekeeper. But, but yeah, Annette I just never bonded with, so I just could care less for her. Uh, she's such a cinnamon roll, though. I love her. Nope. Yeah, she is. Who is not your cinnamon roll? Who's not my cinnamon roll? Uh, Cyril. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that kid. He's, he's, just, he's just like, I love Rhea, and that's about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, 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 like I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm sorry. Like, I'd love a Cyril around the house, just to, like he love. He does so much cleaning. I just like appreciate that. <laughs> you just have that Cyril. <laughs> No, because whatever I'm sure trying to do support conversations now, and it still feels like I don't like. I don't know. I just can't connect to Cyril in any kind of real way. Cyril's and, weird altogether. Yeah, and then like obviously, and on Black Eagles, I didn't get him because he doesn't join you on Black Eagles. So I actually think Black Eagles, uh, Elgard's route. I think you get the least amount of characters in the game because like half the church units don't join you. Yeah, like you don't get you don't get Catherine. Uh, oh no, I get, I get all the church units, and I I I used only um, Sedith and uh, Eloise, uh, which he's a good fortress knight. I'll give you that. He's, <laughs> he's actually with me in the final map, so I know you don't like him, but he's funny. I'm sorry, he was. He's not funny. He's fu <laughs> I, maybe I it's my humor, I guess. I don't know, but he was just kind of like, oh, he's trying, like, uh, you know, hmm. Like, the only adult I used was Gilbert. Other than that, I used absolutely no adults. It was all kids for me. Yeah, like, I, I barely used any of the church units, like myself. Uh, I think I mostly stuck to using the students. I think the only one I was using as pre-time skip was Flane, but uh, but she leaves you after the route anyway, so yeah. we're after time skip anyway. So. I like Flane a lot, to be honest, and she's, like, oh. one of the only two characters to get fortified, so... Uh, she gets awesome. sassy. 
towards the the, the latter halves of the okay, game. Okay, I, I need to see that because you have a very like I, mine. She was total huh. sweetheart for the entire thing. Well, it, well, her her conversations were not sassy, but when I'm using her in battle, um, I I can't keep forgetting the name. The master class where you can use both white and black magic. Gregory. Yeah, I turned her into that um, out of whatever thing I did. And she's so sassy when she beats people. And it's like, <laughs> like, where is this coming from? I like this version of you. <laughs> I have the taste for blood. <laughs> now, now, Lenoa, you mentioned that um, that she was one of the few that used Fortify Flan, right? Yes, yes. Now, um, now yeah. I thought that was a white mage thing because my it Mercedes, is, yeah. she knew it no problem. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, like different different characters will learn different spells. So it's yeah. so some some characters will learn fortify, some won't. It just depends. Interesting, because Mer- Mer- Mercedes and Flynn are the only two who learn fortify. Mercedes is my best girl. I oh, love yeah. Mercedes. Mercedes, in my opinion, is the best healer in the game. Oh, definitely, she's one of the best healers. I'm like, if not the best, but I just find her supports a bit bland sometimes. Uh, you gotta I... watch the one with her and Ferdinand, though. Okay, I'm not sure, but I'm not bit... sure if I killed her or not. Uh-huh. I can't remember. <gasps> I can't remember. I can't. I just, I just never used Mercedes. Just say you didn't. I, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I didn't kill her. I don't remember killing her anyway. I, I don't think so because I don't think Church of Vols cells with blue lines unless you fight them at some point. Okay, so so she didn't I die. Think, I don't think so. But uh... I'm sure a lot of us got self um, pleasure killing some kids. I'm sure we got some. Lord, I, I Lord didn't because I recruited Lord, everybody. I just I could care less about just like oh you're dead. <laughs> I actually, actually kind of like Lorenz actually. Like after doing his support conversations, he's actually like, kind of a nice guy. He just he just he just does, like, he means well, but he but he's just like I'm a. Do you need <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I think one of my pleasures of killing a kid was Ferdinand. I was so happy. <laughs> taking context so no, much. No, no, no. I know. No. Both Ferdinand and, and Lawrence seem no, like completely no. like. It was more because of the hair. I hated that haircut. You don't wow. like the long hair? The Fabio look? No, that was horrible looking. So I had you know, I had good pleasure. There was a mixture of haircuts, post and pre time skips that were just. What were you thinking? <laughs> you know, Mary Ann's haircut yeah. didn't really change, and I was the, the, severely disappointed. But she had a glow up, so just fine. Yeah. She's like she lost the bags under her eyes, and I was like that. Yeah, I I like to think that I picked the house of the bad haircuts. Uh, <laughs> I had Ignatz and Lawrence in my party. Oh god, and like Lawrence's pre-time skip haircut is so bad. Yes, but to be fair, they both vastly improved post-time skip. Lawrence and looks? looks? Yeah. Uh, I'll have to debate you on Ignis's looks, but... Uh, I don't know, post-time skip, he's a hottie. Um, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think my favorite transformation, because when I was playing the... Um, I'm playing an early game with Felix. It's like, man, if he would let his hair down, I swear he could go up on my list. Five years later, <laughs> mm, I was smitten. You can go up on my list. <laughs> she already has an official list. She tells me every day. <laughs> oh, uh, uh. Yeah, There's one thing I wanted to bring back to in it, the way we were talking about earlier with some of the students that we like to kill. But for me, it was like one of the moments, I guess... I guess this is a different moment for me in, in a game where uh, when you're fighting Seteth and Flane on one of the maps, and if you kill Flane with anyone other than Byleth, uh, she dies, right? And Seteth just loses it. Loses it. And I, like, I actually reset the map because I was like, I can't go through that again. So, Seteth, oh when, when he reacts to Flane's death, is just like, 
Oh that's, my that, gosh. That's a, I, that's a great I piece honestly of voice think right there. that's what makes this game so different than the other Fire Emblems. It's just that the attachment you get to your kids. So like we yes. talk about like our, our good kids, our bad kids, kids we don't like, kids we yeah. want to kill apparently. <laughs> um, but I, I think what's really cool about this game is that you set up these support conversations. They took the support conversation, did like an awakening and fates and everything. But I think they took it a step further that you actually feel for your kids. You, you want to have that moment of like, oh, they're so good with each other and I want to marry this person. I want these people to be together. I don't want to kill this yeah. person. Like, I bet there's some people out there that they'll go against like uh, like Ash, for example. And it's like, they'll purposely run away from this. That's, You're going to live in my story. Like, I, I don't want to kill you, even though they're trying to kill you. But I, I think it's the betrayal of whatever happens in your route and you have to go against a kid that, you know, that was in your students or you did mm. want to swoon over. It did something and it, it just triggers something in you that, like, I don't want to kill you, but I have to, or something. Mm -hmm. just, they're yeah. so sweet. I, I really do love all of my children, uh, which is why I picked Eloise, because he's not a child. <laughs> An adult child. <laughs> I don't like to hate him. <laughs> I think one of the concepts of the game I really appreciate is you can make your student whatever you want. You want this yeah. one to be a Lancer to start off with, by all means. And you make your team. I've never had a Fire Emblem like that. Plus, I do love the fact you don't have to buy spells. Spells get replenished. I yeah, favored that so much. That's a nice change for magic. And it's still, like, they experimented it with Echoes, where magic just, magic, every time you use it, would cost HP. But there's also no limit besides your HP. So, mm -hmm. But this is a, a vast improvement. I want to see them continue with magic like this way. I really enjoyed the, the, this magic, which made the magic caster kind of like the, the, the god class of all things. And I still feel that magic is broken in this game. Cause uh, magic's I, really you, good, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you can just have everyone with magic, and as long as they have another weapon, you can just mow down everybody yep. you see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think uh, they tried to compensate with like bad growths on the magic classes, but it wasn't enough. Magic's still no, very good. Oh, God. Yeah, it didn't work on the Scythia. She's still broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorite units in this game is ended up being archers, just because mm. of their their massive range and the fact that they get close counter at like rank. Oh yeah, I think so it's early really in the game early. Close counter. It's really yeah. early, so I just like liberally used archers in my playthrough just to just basically cheese a lot of like the the some of the maps, especially because you can get like dead eye and like curve shot and you just increase mm -hmm. your range yeah. even more. Then we get Bonites, that's just broken. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that Archers finally got their time to shine, because in all previous Fire Emblems, have always been a bit of a joke. Yeah, like, like Archers in like pretty much every other game is just like, why would I ever use you? There's yeah, like maybe like... like three good Archers in Fire Emblem history. Yeah, it's game. like you're a, you're a bad magic user. It's yeah, like... and Archers are very surprising in terms of how good they are in this game. Like I, I tell you, like I keep talking about Bernie, but she was like my top Archer. She was the yeah. Bow Knight, yeah. and I, like I'm surprised on how deadly the damn Archers are. You just send one of the Archers in, she's like, oh, dead, dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dying because of one Archer. Of all this talk, it's taking me back to my Path of Radiance days, and for, for some reason, um, Three Houses changed my love for Axe Welders, because 
Boyd was the most horrible axe person I've ever had in a Fire Emblem game. <laughs> he could never hit. He could never crit. He was horrible. And he was the only axe user. Like, he's the only fighter. I know. I don't know if it's just bad RNG of whenever I've played with Boyd. I did not like it. But having Sylvain become my warrior mainly refreshed my love for axe users now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about Hilda for talking about axe users and how broken oh, she yeah. is? Oh, God. I love her. Oh, she's scary. <laughs> she's she's scary. Give her an axe. And, yeah. an axe. I think everyone with an axe yeah. inside this game was scary. Yeah, like Edelgard's also super scary. Annette has an axe, and it's a magic axe. Oh. oh yeah, apparently yeah. Blue Lion's Root you can get uh I think it's only a Blue Lion's Root or can you get it in other roots too? Because I didn't never got and that's I got I got a uh, um a crest axe uh from uh actually it was a paralogue. Um it was from was it from Hilda? I forget what it was. Uh but it was it was a crest axe. You guys didn't get crest axe? I mean, Hilda gets a crest axe for her for herself, but Yeah. But uh, uh, Hilda yeah. gets one and Annette gets one. And I think it's yeah. only blue lions because Gilbert is on the map. Okay, so it's okay. Uh, blue line specific. Okay, yeah. I remember I never got Annette's paralog, so I was like, I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. But I heard that you guys... that magic axe is really good. How'd you guys like the whole uh, exploring stuff? What the monastery? The monastery? Yeah. I liked it, but you couldn't pet the cats until <laughs> until <later>. DLC. <laughs> now we're getting DLC. Oh. We'll let you do it. Yeah. yeah. They realized the error of their ways. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I guess I kind of liked it, but. In, in a way, I, I found it more satisfying when it was, or satisfying, sorry, bad grammar. Um, I found it satisfying when you were teaching your kids, but something about the monastery, it, just, it, it felt like you should just do it once a month and not multiple times. Yeah. Once and done is all you need, but it is, I've always taken like 30, 40 minutes every single time I explored the monastery. So I liked it, but I, I didn't like it, but I kind of like, it's like a love-hate relationship with me, but mm. I, I definitely think it was different. For for me, like I use the uh, explore at least twice a month, just because I can refresh um, motivation. Oh, shit. Okay, just, yeah. I just stuff uh, food down my students' mouths. Like here you go. Now now you're motivated again. So I can teach you. <laughs> this is my favorite. You said that the last more time. food. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I kind of wish there was more to do, and I'm glad that the DLC will be adding more stuff to do. Yes. Oh, like, like that sauna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sauna. Yeah, that's yeah. there the entire game. It just has a warp point, but you can't actually use the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just says there's a sauna up there, and in the back of my head is like, oh god, I know everyone's. Gonna... I don't. I don't know why you I know just thought about. It. I just mentioned the sauna, and I was and how he said you can't gain access to it. I was thinking maybe the MC can have a peephole. Where did that train of thought come from? <laughs> I don't want to be the therapy teacher. If I can't get in, I'll still see. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, in a way, all schools have a peephole. So I'm like thinking, if if you, if you play as a guy, you have a peephole to the girls' room. If you play as a girl, you may maybe have a peephole that's what to the, the guys' room. But maybe that's what the T camera thing is meant for, is to get you familiar with the camera. <laughs> the T okay. thing was a, a bashful, like, let's take pictures of our favorite person especially manuela of all people i did i love it how the camera one of the default cameras is the chest camera by the way please please don't speak badly of my wife i'm sorry (laughs) but my god come on we all know that we just the tea parties for the the stats anyway right But honestly, the tea parties were super enjoyable for me because once you got to know your students, you knew what to select to get always the perfect tea times. I never knew. I I, I never knew. Sometimes I don't know what to say. There's some students where I'm 
Where I'm oh, like, no, I don't know, like, the thing. Like, I never knew. I never knew. Apparently, it's supposed they... to be a reaction to what they said. That they would yeah. like. It's well, like, no, yeah. they. From what I've read up on, and from what it is, is that if you pay attention to what they like as gifts and what their likes and dislikes are, the three choices you actually get matches up to what their dislikes and likes are. It's that yeah. last no. question is what gets yeah. me all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's, it's that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the opinion. Yeah, apparently yeah. it's you're supposed to read their tone of voice and then pick it based on that. Apparently that's what's There's so many ways you could, like one of them's nod. Am I agreeing or am I like nodding sympathetic? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, am I like, oh you're boring me or am I like, yeah. oh that's awful. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the last one's always weird. I always mess it up. I guess yeah, maybe that... like one out of ten times. Yeah. Now, now, one of the small things, I did love how your dessert tray grew over the time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The, the post-upgrade, uh, post-time skip uh, cakes were much better than the pre-time skip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw cheesecake as I got older. It's like, yeah. wow, we've advanced. I think even, the one... Even though we're in the middle of a war. Hmm. We've got refined tastes now. Other stuff here. Here's some cookies. <laughs> um, I think the seminar... Yeah. Um, and especially rest is what I oh use God, the right. least. Rest, rest I never like, used. Fe- felt like rest is just like a waste of time. I know it like it replenishes your your sword, but I never use the sword until like the final two maps. But <laughs> like rest is a waste of time. And the seminars were only good if you were trying to push a certain group of people towards a certain skill. Yeah. Otherwise, those are the least two, especially the rest that I ever didn't use or never not use or whatever. I mean, yeah. seminars are about... better in post-time skip when students mm-hmm. can, like, you have a, such a huge range of seminar options in post-time skip because all your students want to teach seminars instead of mm-hmm. just the professors. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's like you can gear people towards what they want in post-time skip, but... Sometimes at that point it just kind of feels irrelevant because you're already they're already at. You're so used YouTube. to skipping it. Yeah, and um, and Black Eagles is it's just almost useless because you only get six chapters post time skip. So mm-hmm. it's like why waste your time doing seminars because you're you're basically at the end game right now anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, the rest option I never used because like you could just repair your sword uh, with umbral steel and it wasn't yes. that hard to find if you if you're like me and you were uh, getting rid of all the the force fields around the monsters yeah mm-hmm. you got a lot of umbral steel yeah you got oh, a lot man. of like, doing that like, th- like i remember like th- for some monsters it's hard to break yeah. all of their stuff because like as soon as they, they do one attack they charge up their uh their special yeah. then once you use their special then the plants is all their shields so you gotta yeah. make sure you have to you know, like spend like a lot of time getting you the game set up really to ki- kill yeah. all the barriers yeah i'm actually so annoyed i feel like i got so much umbral steel which repairs my super saiyan weapon <laughs> but I got zero venom stones that give me the rubbish. Seriously, items. what's going on? Yeah, I was the same way because I remember when I was forging weapons, and uh, I was like, "There's supposed to be a venom weapon somewhere in here." And you, like, by the time you get one, you like you can only make one yeah. by that point, and it's useless. Yeah, totally useless. You, you kill the enemy long before poison takes its effect. Well, I, isn't this also the first Fire Emblem game that they got rid of the triangles, uh, the, uh, the 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 weapon triangle? No, well, no, Echoes also didn't have it. Oh, I didn't realize Echo didn't have it too. Didn't, yeah, um, the original game didn't have it. The same with Gaiden didn't have it. It's, mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember when they introduced it. It didn't have a triangle because there was like five different weapon types. <laughs> it was like Shuriken beats Fist. I don't remember. I try not to remember Fates too much, to be honest. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, face was uh, face was a bit odd with like all of its different ones. 
Yeah. Mm. Now, now, has any of us played Beyond Hard Mode? Like maddening mode? Yeah. I haven't no. tried maddening mode yet. No. Okay. It's I, I, I hear but, it's like lunatic mode. That's from what ba- I hear. Basically, yeah. But the, the, I think the scariest part. I think a lot of people have basically cheesed it by basically making Bothith super powerful. I think, mm. I think that's the way to go because you, at least you guaranteed to use Bothith in every single map. Yeah, that mm. doesn't seem fun to me. It's not where I like my challenge to come from. You know, yeah. like that's mm-hmm. it's just not. I would rather like they rejigger the maps to have like more objectives or lower time limits or something like that. And that that's one thing I can say about the game. I felt some of the maps were reused. Like oh, yeah, a lot of other yeah, Fire Emblem games had a better diversity, or at least every chapter was something different. But some of the prologues were the same maps, just mm-hmm. the enemies were different. Um, uh, had different weapons instead. So yeah. I thought that was a little yeah. lackluster. Yeah, there's a lot of re, re- um maps that they reused like granted like i've mentioned it i didn't mention it in my review because i came off of echoes where that that game reused maps so often and they had no variety whatsoever that i that i completely like forgot to mention it in my review but yeah you do repeat a lot of maps in this one and i wish they had a little more map variety Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Awakening had a lot of maps, but they didn't reuse it. But like, I'm thinking like Path of Radiance only has. If you think your traditional Fire Emblem games, they only have like thirty maps at most. But this yeah. had thirty maps plus all the paralogs and stuff. So it was. Yeah, there, was I... there was definitely some unique maps in the paralogs. It wasn't all reused. Yeah, because yeah. co- compared to Path of Radiance, I don't think any of the maps were ever the same. Like every chapter no. was a completely yeah. different map. But it's also that yeah. was just that if you followed the play, main story in this game and never did the paralogues in three houses, you would also never repeat a map, right? Yeah. Well, for, for, for the most part. Um, yeah. For, for some of the blue lines and gold gear, you guys had ground your field twice. But uh, I mean, that, 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 I mean, I that fight can. in general it was like that. <laughs> the, the battle for ground or field, like that you have both the mock battle and for yeah. gold. Yeah, that had to have? be that specific map. So I oh. give that a pass. Like. That had meaning when they fought yeah. there. Yeah, it did. Yes, that, that, I love the symbolism behind that map too. It's just yeah, like especially when you do and you had like you didn't recruit anybody students and you had to kill everybody everybody on the map basically. Yeah, it was so sad. No, I I'm so sad. You guys bringing up bad memories there. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. start a new game and they're back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, everyone's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just the music that plays during Grander Field as well—that really got me. It's just, oh, really, yeah. it's just that, it's that feeling of like, it's the sad- sadness and also like it's epic tone as well. But it's like, mm, it's such a good yeah. piece of music. I think that's just some of the, some of the good moments there. Is that the uh, the music is actually what impressed me a lot with Fire Emblem. It's just that, um, and I think it was the same music, but it was two different tones. There was the the quiet and the storm or something like that, or thunder. Yeah, it's um, like rain and thunder the... tones, yeah. Yeah, and it just it only increases when you get into the fight, when you get into the battle. And I thought it was a really smart choice to have the same score keep going, except it's too different when you're uh, uh, observing versus inside the battle. Yeah, I think they've done that since Awakening, because I think Awakening was the first one to do that. I didn't notice that. I, th- I think this is the first game I actually noticed it. Then again, this is also the first game that wasn't handheld, aside mm-hmm. from Path of Radiance, so... It's, well, it's either that or maybe it was Fates. I know one other Awakening or Fates had it first. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I don't think Echoes had it actually. I think Echoes was the same. Mm. I don't think I don't think they had like a rain slash thunder version. But, I'm just uh, hoping 
for future installments of Fire Emblem, it continues on this route where you make your characters what they can be. I really hope they continue it yeah, because yeah. I love the diversity you can make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, game, uh, gameplay changes that they made here that I want them to keep going moving forward. I just hope yeah. that you know, like, it's Honest- so hard to go back now. Honestly, I just want them to go with the same level of uh, writing. To be yeah, honest, same. that's yeah. what really that, that... made me enjoy this game. Mm-hmm. They cared about the story they were writing. They cared about the backstory and the way that all the characters interacted and their histories were interwoven yep. with each other. Super interesting. Super well done. Something that uh, Fates lacked entirely. Failed. They failed. Yeah. Lack. They yeah. failed. Yeah. Failed. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't mind if they want to go back to, like, a class system because, you know, I, I'm a Fire Emblem fan. I've always liked the way that Fire Emblem did things. But I mm-hmm. also appreciate what they've done here. As long as they go forward with the writing, I think I'll just be happy. I really did yeah, like the writing it. as well because I was I was really shocked uh, to have every single support uh, voiced. But mm-hmm. uh, they were good. It, it was it was good writing. Amazing. Um, Amazing. It was it's a fan- fantastic yeah, yeah. Uh, character building for everybody and like we've all said we have our own favorite favorite characters and bad characters everything mm-hmm. but that's because we read into those characters we it's not it was a, just a physical thing it wasn't just how they fought except for some people <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh it was it was just you get that emotional attachment that's what I was saying before is that this felt like the first fire emblem where i actually cared about somebody mm-hmm. i cared about them i wanted them to be with my team forever and that's what kind of happened to me when I um, failed at doing Edelgard's route. And I felt betrayed in a sense, like, now I have to kill you. You don't yeah. understand now, Edelgard. Yeah. I have to kill you and everyone that you know. And I liked you. Yeah. You were the chosen one. <laughs> You're supposed to lead us. <laughs> uh, talk more about, like, well, this is one thing I, I want to, um, yeah, I wanted to keep going forward with. The, the writing in this game like like keep that same level of making me care so much about these characters mm-hmm. that like that's for me that's what makes the, the care file such a great thing it's not like always about the gameplay or necessarily but for me the, i want to fall in love with final characters that's me because it, it feels more than just an srpg at that point it feels like you're actually getting a story you're getting more of a deeper premise that yeah. the game is offering yeah I want to make sure his characters like have multiple dimensions. They're not like you know fates where it's like I'm the, I'm this one thing and that's basically all I am. But the, the characters <laughs> need to have a lot more depth to them. Like there's like like there's only like a couple of characters or like maybe a little bit more than a couple. But there's a few characters in this game that don't have a ton of depth, but I still like them anyway. But yeah, it's, so it's, like, even Raphael, as I was saying, you like he can be one note. Like that could yeah. have been a character that could have been one note, but they they didn't. It was like even the most one note character in Three Houses is infinitely better than Fates. Yeah, like infinitely better. For, like for me, that was with Annette because I'd like Annette's like she's she's not like she's a model student and she's not much mm-hmm. more than that. But I just love her anyway, so it's like exactly. Yeah, I found my I found myself uh, when it come to characters like infusing their personality, and what class they would play as, and I always felt like like. <laughs> Despite that the game gears you towards, like, Dorothea, you know that she's going to be, like, oh, she's going to be your dancer. She's going to be your magic caster. And, I, like, yeah. okay, I accepted that. But for other people, like, um, oh, God, who was the oddball one that I, I, I chose not to? I, it was one of them. But, like, it's like I felt like, no, you are not that person. You're not going to be – no, it's fun. Flan, actually. Um, she was supposed to be, like, your, your – magic caster you're your white mage yeah. i didn't want her to do that it's like oh, no. i wanted you i wanted you to have a spear 
like oh, wait no. a minute and then like <laughs> i want you to cast black magic and she got so sassy and like yeah this is the role you need to be in plan <laughs> <laughs> I still remember one of my difficult students of who I wanted them to be was Ingrid. I could mm. not decide. There were so many. I tried to have her working with spears. I didn't like that. I had her try working with the flying. I didn't like that. Eventually, I had her as a sword master, and I just found, like, that was her niche for my play. Yeah, but for others, it could be something else. For me, 100% Pegasus Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's the only natural one in the game, I feel. Yeah, she's the only canon one that feels like, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is weird, because you usually get a fair few Pegasus Knights in the Fire Emblem. Yeah, it's supposed because to be... Because they go down with arrows, like, oh, dead. They <laughs> <laughs> don't no want a Pegasus Knight, because you see, like, an archer come around, it's like, oh, no. For, for me, it didn't matter, because... Pegasus Knight. <laughs> for me, it didn't matter. in this game have, like, five range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ingrid was such a beast for me, she actually carried me through... By oh yeah, the last yeah. Time. She was my MVP in the final three maps for me, just because she would, would dodge everything. And yeah. blue, in the blue lions map, I had to play. There's this huge map. It's just like attacking the city. That's full of spikes, and you know, there's contraptions you have to turn off, like in the middle of the city, in order to get rid yep. of the spikes. So I just sent Ingrid in solo, and she just took and she just grabbed all the contraptions and dodged every single attack. I'm so glad <laughs> you're not the only person to think that too, because my friend was talking about that as well. Uh, he said the same thing. It's like, I know the same thing. There's something with Ingrid that you put her with a lance or a sword or something like that, and she takes care of business. You put her someplace, I want you to go there, everything's gone. She goes to town. Yeah. 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 I mean, her base speed is insane. Like, her character speed. Yeah. Uh, if you put her as a sword master, it just goes nuts. Nuts. I can imagine her dodging everything. Same with Pegasus yeah. Knight. I yeah, feel for... in a way, too, yeah. we're now spoiled with this um, having as a students and others become what you want them that mm. i'm afraid that if uh, fire emblem and brings out a new game but it goes back to the way it was i wonder what feels we would have i i really doubt that it'll go back to the way it was at this point because i think they i'm not going to say they struck gold with this but i think it's a good change your characters don't stop leveling after 40 your characters can be whatever the hell they want you have a good choice of uh selecting of uh students of whoever what is students you want to and you have multiple paths the one i guess my one pet peeve with this game and, and this is just me personally i'm not a game designer anyway but maybe if they had it so that the story was one big story instead of branching paths i know that gives it more depth and more replayability but if it has like one singular story maybe put on like paralogs of what happened to dimitri because from for the church route I really wondered about Dimitri. I really did. Uh -huh. did. And I, I only saw him as, like, I guess a ghost is what I can only explain it as because he visited me at night. And then <laughs> Seth comes around and says, who are you talking to? And you turn around it's like, he's not there. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell <God>. happened? <laughs> and I, I didn't want to believe he got killed, but... It's like it's, it's your interpretation. Yeah. I mean, I liked how they have all these different routes you can go through. I like uh, it because it has a replay value. Yeah, I, I'm for the multiple routes. Like it's basically mm -hmm. what Fate should have been. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Um, to, honestly, I I don't I don't mind if they don't use this system again. I did like it a lot. I'm just like I I like it if they're always trying to like do something different. You know, try because I feel like with Persona. Uh, they they feel like they struck gold, and now I feel like they're like doing the same thing over and over again, and it's yeah. a bit tiresome. I'd love for them to change up their formula, but um, like, and I don't want Fire Emblem to suffer that sort of rut where like oh we did really well with this particular thing, let's only do this. 
Mm. I think that you've kind of felt that way, I guess, after Awakening of Fates, too, because you know they struck gold with Awakening, but they're like, mm-hmm. we don't know how we struck gold, so we just yeah. d- double down so on these they made fates, and then, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> like, point proven. <laughs> like, I like, well, fi- we got it. We gotta change something up, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I just get the feeling that they're probably gonna do like they'll probably keep the same system, but I also want them to see to make remakes. Like specifically now, I think they should do Genealogy of the Holy War as a remake. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, have the same system, like generally the same system for this, and then maybe they make a new game as well, with like this. But but I, I just want an ex- expanded Genealogy <laughs> of the Holy War sort of thing. Yeah. Like I just want to play that game. I heard it's it's really good and falling on the mm-hmm. heels of this. Yeah, I want to see it. I was just thinking to myself in my head. I know it's, it will never happen, but just like how um the new Pokemon game coming out when it does is going to have not all the Pokemon. Imagine a Fire Emblem game with all the characters. Ever. We have that. We have yeah. that. Fire Emblem heroes. Final heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, we have that game. <laughs> it, it, which it was like let's ride off the coattails of a successful Hyrule Warriors. But <laughs> no, it, it, it didn't work. But out. you have to play like Fire Emblem. It can't be like Hyrule Warriors. Not like there that. That's a Fire Emblem game. For, for Fire Emblem Warriors, was, are we talking about Fire Emblem Warriors here? I thought we were talking about Fire Emblem Heroes. Heroes. Wait, hold on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Warriors are the one that copied off of Hyrule Warriors, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. But, not, but then we have... not, not Heroes, the mobile phone game. Not not yeah. that. But okay. I'm saying that for Heroes, Heroes has all the characters in it. That, that's the yeah. crossover game. And but, it's Fire Emblem. But I think she's saying like in like a, like, a story. Of... story. Oh, yeah. Like a that's super, kind of like a super Robot Wars-esque story for Fire Emblem. Like no, no, all no, the Fire Emblem no, characters No, no, Heroes does not have Boyd. I need Boyd so I can just hate him. He needs to be in there. I'm waiting for that day Boyd gets added. She plays Heroes the... every day so she knows this. Oh, okay. Does it okay. have Tanya? The, at this rate though, it has t- uh, Titania, yeah. Oh, good, good. I love the, the problem is, as soon as they add Boyd, he'll be stupidly powerful at this point in Heroes, and uh, it won't be true to what Boyd is. <laughs> they'll, just make it, they'll make him a legendary hero for some reason. <laughs> it's kind of like how Yamcha was in the, in the track of ball fighters. <laughs> it's like he's ridiculously powerful for some reason. So. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about it. Do we, do we have any like super memorable moments that uh, we want to talk about? I think we've talked about a few of them, but is there anything else mm. that, that uh, you guys can think of to top, top of your head? Mine, um. mine I, I was honestly through the time skip. Um, Dimitri mentioned that uh, Deidu died. He said, like, yeah. oh, he died five years ago, blah, blah, blah. But something told me in my heart, woman's intuition, he is not <laughs> dead. So I think it was March? Yeah, March or uh, February, or March, and we're doing you mean this. The Wyvern Moon. Oh, okay, Wyvern all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember all those dates, but we have to call February, March, and April here. Oh, sorry, uh, two or three between two and three, whatever that is. He, and he comes out from the first turn when you're done. I honestly wanted to cry, just like a tear. Yeah. It's like I knew you were alive. I just wanted you back. So I, that was my moment of they do coming back, and I was just so happy. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. I think honestly, my favorite may have been just just after the time skip where your your characters are all coming back and you see how they just grew up. You see oh, what yeah. they look like that, now. And, yeah. Yeah. It's just it made me feel like a proud parent. Just to see, I'm like, oh, what did you do? Your hair. I felt the exact same way because when I saw like Petra, for example, when Petra came out, like Petra was very conservative in her own way and everything. Mm-hmm. But when you saw her character model, I'm like, 
what mm-hmm. happened to you? You yeah. are you sure crazy. you're my student now? <laughs> she got rid of that braid. I hated that braid on her. Her hair down looks so nice, and that big pigtail and just flows. Ooh. But I, that was a very good moment, as 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 you've mentioned. It's just that when you see when you get to come back in that first map, where you you, you feel like it's against all odds that you and uh, for me it was Seth uh, that I was I was with during the church, and it's like this map feel it feels too easy or what's going to happen? And all these people start coming in. It's like this is getting really hard. And your student gets to come in from the top left corner and yeah. like I thought you need help. I'm like. Oh my God! Come on, come on, kids, come on here. Give me a big hug. I can't even see you. And then, like another one pops at the other corner. Like, oh my God, it's more of you. Uh, what about you, Nathan? I think a lot of my favorite moments were was hanging out with Edelgard. But like after time skip, she becomes almost unnaturally obsessed with you. So oh. she, it gets to the point where she's like, uh, she locks herself in her room, and she's just like, because uh, you visit her in her room one time, and you notice that she's drawing pictures of you. Uh, in her room, uh, so, so so she's like so she locks up in her room. She's like, yes, uh, I'm actually drawing pictures of you. Does, does she have a block and a sledgehammer in the room too? By the way, <laughs> I'm your number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. But uh, I, I just found that kind of strangely endearing. That uh, you know, like after you side with her, she's just like like this is like the greatest human being on this planet, and I need to be with. Like I, I felt like so compelled at that point. I was like, Man, should I just marry Edelgard because? It just so, feels canon at this the point. The game wants just, you to. Yeah, the game wants you to really bad. They're just like, look, look at this girl. She like looks completely like she wants to be with you. And yeah, that, that's kind of the moment for me. Was had that moment of like, basically when the comes up, when the menu comes up, says who do you want to marry? Who do you want to spend the rest of your life with? And I was like, I spent a bit of time on that decision. <laughs> I was like, who do I really want to do? I want to do Edelgard. It's, it's it then becomes like Doki Doki Literature Club. It's the only option, yeah. Edelgard. <laughs> <laughs> so your favorite moment is when you got Stockholm syndrome. For <laughs> I don't know who these other students are, but Edelgard seems like a fine yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was that was one of the moments that really stuck out with me. It was just just see, just seeing that that moment where she like she kind of lets down her walls and she she. Uh, just really like opens up to you. I like that a lot about her. Yeah. I don't know. I think one of my least favorite moments inside the whole game um, are are situations that I feel like I didn't have any choice over. Like, you know, when you're and this might play into the writing of the game here, but you know when you're expecting an outcome of a game because you're playing that route and the outcome doesn't happen that same way. My case in point is what happens with Raya. Um, in the church route, you get to see her, and she's like this old, decrepit. Well, I can't see she's an old. Well, she is old, uh, decrepit she's looking. Is Barney? Yeah, yeah, she's very old. Um, but she looks like she's thirty. Um, but which is a when, refreshing relief from looking like she's nine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, which, by the way, um, her plan and oh god, she gets with um, a, a friend of dad and everything, and like it's so weird. Why does she have to marry somebody? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I'm getting at is that between Rhea, it's like I didn't like the writing with her a little bit. I, I, I think she had a good character with her, and I think what made me hate her probably was because of the writing. And you know, that is actually good writing in some opinion. If I can if I can hate a character, that's good writing. That means I actually felt for that character. I showed empathy for that character. But I didn't like where she turned it out to be. I didn't like she was some type of uh, messiah-like person. 
and she was trying to manipulate life and like you could have spun it in a different way like you were um something else like she had more motives than what she's seen but she she had character it was confusing but it was a shame that all that stuff got dumped at the very end of the game if they would put that at the very beginning and i know again it was for story purposes i think i would have liked her better but i was disappointed that her character development just was dumped at the very last maps it was all dumped over there so you think hmm. you could have grown to like her eugenics? I, I if you just knew that. about it. <laughs> all I, I just... ask for is honesty, Rhea. It's all I want. You know it's what's funny? It's just I, I missed a relationship moment with Rhea. And I, I was told that there was a, some critical moment I was supposed to share with her in her chambers, I guess, uh, that apparently if you don't do it, she forever remains at uh, uh, you can never talk to her. You can't do anything with her. You can't marry her. You can't do anything. At all. Yeah, right. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's why she was so nice, because I did do Rhea supports in my playthrough. Yeah. So I wonder if like she does turn out so nice in the Golden Deer playthroughs because I talked to her. Yeah, and, I, and it, it might be because my playthrough was, I guess, ultimately going to kill her, but mm. I I don't know. Um, I really don't know. So are we going through least favorite moments in the game now? I guess. I'm still trying to, think, I'm trying to really think of one. Oh, that's that's really I'm, gonna say, I'm trying to think of one too. Like I'm trying to think of a moment I, that I genuinely just love. My mind was just being nitpicky. That's all it really yeah. is. Um, honest. Well, I think maybe like the repetition of instruction got a bit tiring when like I I still hear the voices of some of my students in my head when they get perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or, or, or just all the dining. This is my favorite. How did you know? Oh, boy, I'm stuffed. Oh, boy, I'm stuffed. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I need a few more voice lines. Okay, if I had to choose something, I would say the whole lost items. I got, <laughs> lost so, items. La- I got, I got so lazy at some point where I just went to one or one of the students, and I went for every item. Like, yeah. is this yours? No. This yeah. yours? No. Yeah. This yours? No. I just kept on doing that it was a waste of time because i f- refused to read about oh this item is like by a student who likes to do science or something and it's like nope whatever nope not it keep going so that was probably my only least favorite is just those lost items yeah i kind of like the lost items because it's a uh... It kind of like rewards you for knowing your students, but at the same time, you could also just you could also just too, brute force it and just like go through every single lazy, item. I was lazy then. I was just like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, there it is. Like, Good. I like the idea, but it was just like wasn't implemented well. Like there should be like imagine if there was like a limit to how many times you could show them that something, and then again, no one's like don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I get fishing was also a disappointment for me too. I thought it was gonna be something better, but yeah. it. It really, it, it was pointless when you get like past like B rank or uh, C plus rank. You just and made just Flan, like, you made Flan fish. happy. You just yeah. made Flan happy. You, you, you made Flan happy. You, you tossed Flan her off and she's good to go. Oh. <laughs> just give her the fish. There you go. <laughs> That's a good Flan. Here's a fish for you. Yeah. I mean, actually, a personal disappointment is the fishing tournament because I ended that like without getting all my rewards from all the other students also participating. Oh, so that was a personal disappointment because like if you talk to them all and you show them all the fish you caught, they give you a little something. Yeah. If oh, you turn in, yeah, yeah. But if you turn in the quest right away, you get nothing. Wow. <laughs> I got nothing then. Yeah. Yeah, you can talk to all they give you some fairly useful stuff, so it's kind of yeah. nice to be able to do that. That's also a funny moment too when the fishing tournament actually happens. 
you can tell by almost every single instructor that's like, Seth told me to do this. I, <laughs> I, I don't know why we're doing this. Everyone's like groaning. Yeah. The, the Leone's just uh, watching the whole thing. She's like, what are you guys doing? We need to be training yes. right now. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that it all started just because Flayne said she wanted fish for dinner. So Seth arranges an entire fishing tournament. And, and then for weeks after the tournament, all the students comment about how they're sick of fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I love this game. Yeah, it's, it's a great game. I mean, at the end of the day, they took the slice of life for, like, you know, yeah. how most animes do it. And they just they, they put it in this game, and I think... I think they did it well, and I think the game is as good as you want it to be. If you want to skip all the supports and just do nothing but the battling and whatnot, yeah, you can, you do, can do that. And yeah. no, it's, nothing's going to stop you, but the game, those, those options are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think this game, again, gives you, it's like a free-range Fire Emblem. Like, if you want to chat to everybody, that's fine. If you want to battle with everyone, if you want this person to be nothing but a bowman, you can do that. Now, a a curiosity question I have is since we've gone through our routes, now, if we go through another route, do you think you could ever love the kids the same way you did your first kids? No. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. We got debate now. Yeah, when I go through Black Eagles, like, I love those characters. Like, I list my top three, and they're all Black Eagles. So I don't know if I could ever, like, go through another yeah. route and be like, I like you better than this character. Like, maybe as, yeah. a un- as a unit, but I don't know if it's a character. I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think those are my babies. I picked them first. Like, the re- like, that house called to me for a reason, right? That's why I picked it. It mm-hmm. called to me. It spoke to me, and I loved those kids. I feel the same way. Like, Blue Lions, yeah. like... Compared to when I looked at all the other students, I'm like, eh, no. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. I... Like, your personality is, like, depends on who you pick. Oh, well, hold on. Mr. Negative over here, Kyle. Uh, why is there a no? Listen, huh? okay. First of all, <laughs> I was originally going to go with Golden Deer, right? And then I was like, oh, well, I like some of the characters inside Black Eagles. And then I read about it because I, unfortunately, someone spoiled the game for me days out what the game's going to end with. I'm like, oh. Um, words were said that day but anyway i i went over to black eagles because it's like you know what i want to pair up with the idol guard i want to do that and then all of a sudden my everything got fresh bent to bel-air on me and just like got turned upside down um and i chose the church route and then i realized i don't like some of these kids <laughs> and so if i play it again i'm gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna start handpicking the ones I like from the Black Eagles, yeah. and like the rest, you can go the hell away. Um, <laughs> but like that's I'm not trying to be negative about it, no, but no, at the no, same no. time, it's just I had an intentions of going one route, and I didn't go that route, and I was stuck. I love the kids I was with, so they grew on me. But would I pick them again? No. So <laughs> I'll pick some hard. of them. Some. <laughs> some is probably the right word, but not you didn't pick the house that spoke to your heart. You 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 read up on it and chose something that you think yep. sounded cool for plot reasons. You didn't let the kids speak to you. I, but the kids <laughs> spoke to me later on, so I, I, I began to warm up to it, but it was a stab in the yeah. heart when I went to church around me. Like, you know what? You know what, game? I'm going to spite you. And that's what I did. I, I made sure to spite it in my own way. The game could care less, but I didn't change my class until the last moment. I didn't yeah. really talk to Rhea at all. I didn't do anything like that. For all I care... I accomplished something with me. So you sure showed that game. Yeah, even though the game went that way anyway. So, 
Different perspectives, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love. That. Um, let's see. Uh, I think we've a bit of time. Do you guys want to talk about the future of the of the, uh, of the game? Because we have some DLC that's coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we have a fire emblem in space or touch up on that futuristic stuff? Because uh, I, I really like love the music that. for the future route, uh, the, that future map. But I think that, there's there's something there that we can do more stories that with. That was just mm. such like hearing the CD in my car coming uh, coming across that techno beat. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> it was such a dramatic difference. I'm so used to the nice frolicky battle music and then all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck was this? This dubstep in my fire emblem. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, I know. I just I just kind of I, I think that they could have something there like they have like a, a pre-date fire uh, fire emblem three houses where they have a map where you would just you know do all that stuff see what happened seeing that storyline kind of unplayed even if it's like three or four maps i would love to see that as a dlc yeah mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if you guys saw that uh they revealed some dlc not, not, like, not, like it was translated from japanese so it might have been like you know mistranslated or whatever but i think mm-hmm. they re- revealed it so we have uh first thing that's for free first everyone gets this one is that uh, Yuriso will be added in as a playable character first on some routes? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we have talked I don't about know Yuritsa. How that would work. I'm, in, I'm interested. Yeah, I don't know if we, we haven't talked about Yuritsa. Uh, That's uh, true. Like, it's heavily uh, like like I'm pretty sure he is the Death Knight. Like that, pretty sure that was implied. Very yes, early. and as Mercedes' brother. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember Mercedes and Yuritsa talking about each other. They're just like, you know, I've seen like like Mercedes is like that guy. That guy Yuritsa looks familiar. Then Yuritsa yeah. is just like. Hmm, the Mercedes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of put it together because um, I don't know. I did a Mercedes support with someone else, and then she talked about her past of moving from house to house and how she had a brother. And then uh, you run out of Jurica who says Mercedes. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, so that, that's the connection. And then that must mean he's the Death Knight. But I think in the Blue Lions route, I think you actually have a battle where he reveals himself. Um, I, I, I think if it's a battle if you do Mercedes paralogue and apparently if you kill uh, the Death Knight with Caspar during that oh. paralogue then, then you'll have that scene after oh. I, I mean I know in my route I did kill him I remember that I don't think I don't know if you killed him with like Caspar. You, you, you had to kill him with Caspar in the paralogue apparently oh mm. We'll have see, to check that out. See, this is the thing about this. This is that the game doesn't really tell you what to do or who to kill with. Because if I if I were to know some of that stuff, mm. then yeah. I I guess, but it gives him some, uh, you know, maybe unknown factor of replayability of did I do yeah. it right? Yeah, because for the most part in Fire Emblem games, if you kill, uh, say, like a story specific character with, like, or you, you know, you talk to someone with the main character, then usually mm-hmm. something will pop up. So that is a way you can save some people in in this game because I, I I think I mentioned earlier with Flame how you can how you, when you can fight her if you kill her with anyone else other than uh, Byleth or the Avatar character then she'll die but if you if you defeat her with Byleth then, then she retreats instead hmm. so, so mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I, I think I saw some of the more DLC too. Um, one of them is. Uh... Uh, it's it you know it's it's minor you know something something about uh, I don't know interacting with the dogs and cats oh for God's sake yeah <laughs> e- easy money just mention that <laughs> yeah I just I I'm like why would you put dogs and cats in a game if you can't interact with I them mean that? I was guilty when I first played it I I tried to do something with the dog or cat I everyone wanted did to do something <laughs> everyone harassed the dog and the cat but no 
ruined the game of the year chances. No, now no, it's going to get released in DLC. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You can interact with them and have a tea party with the dog or cat. Oh, that'd be great to have a tea party. Hey. Knocks things off the thing. Dog keeps dipping That's... his face into the tea. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> I want to pet that fat cat, you know, the really fat one. I want him. <laughs> I've had my eye on that fat cat. You know, the one thing we haven't talked about at all, what? the whole thing, is the greenhouse. Did anyone else do the greenhouse? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, every every okay. single time. Okay, yeah, I was about to say. Plant, cultivate, harvest, done. That, I, that, that, that was my main way of getting up my professor rating, was just the greenhouse. Uh, I did fishing. F fishing was my way, and then... Um... Just stuffing food down the students' mouths. Yeah, the food was my go-to <laughs> for Here's food. Here's cake. You want cake? Too bad. It's the two full things. So you can get uh, professor rank up, and you can get support up. So yes, that's, that's, true. Th th that's one of my main reasons. That th that's why I think, for most of the students I had, like I recruited everybody pre time skip, everybody that could, anyone, anyway, because mm -hmm. wow. I could. Yeah, that was a that was a jaunting yeah. task there. Yeah, I, 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 I absolutely no one. Yeah, on the last day, I recruited Lawrence and um, who was it? There's another character, but uh, Lawrence. Yeah, last day I recruited Lawrence, so I couldn't do his paralog, which sucked because Lysithia for me wasn't as good as she could have been. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I actually managed to do it, and the way I was able to do it is just by spamming the uh, feeding all the kids to <laughs> get the supports with me up. <laughs> Our kids are somewhat obese now for some reason. We don't know why. Well, well you don't you don't see past their chest when they sit on the table, so you don't see those guts hanging down. And then when they stand up, it just, they just suck it in, so you don't notice it at all. <laughs> now, some of the other DLC that we're getting, we already got their uniforms of like the gym attire, yeah, but the now we're basketball. yeah the basketball apparel. <laughs> but soon we are going to get. Butlers and maids. Ooh, yeah. Mm. That's, that's I, I right. I like the, the obvious ones. Now, 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 I will admit, if they keep on going down this route, so they were very clothed, now we're getting a little bit less, just a little bit. Will we go swimsuit? Well, that's and, we're getting the sauna. Gonna be, yeah. <laughs> we're getting the sauna, so. Yeah. It's absolutely going to be swimsuits. Oh, I, I, I will pay for that DLC. That'll be oh like, ding, five bucks, take it. <laughs> I will take swimsuit DLC. I want lunar style bromides. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but I, I think I think the weirdest thing is is that the sauna is there throughout the whole entire stuff. And yeah. back in my mind thought it was gonna be something that we're gonna see at some point every single yeah. time. And the time skip happened and still nothing. Yeah. I I thought possibly it could have been like a detention. Like if this didn't was bad, they could so go, to go to the sauna. <laughs> you go to the so, hot No, I didn't think it was gonna be a sauna. Go to the one place to relax your muscles. I you thought it bad. was a detention. Like if the student did bad or something, you could put them there and then they could relearn or do better. That's what I thought. Don't you do your time in the chalky. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's a Matilda reference for some of you out there. Not yeah. <laughs> but knowing that the game itself with the DLC is going to give other enhancements for replayability and knowing if, how much further they can go with it might start to teeter here soon. But I think this next DLC will be enjoyable. Yeah, mm -hmm. then for the last DLC, we have an even harder mode, apparently. But maddening, we have Abyssal mode. Uh, <laughs> Lunatic Plus, maybe? Apparently, um... Uh, 
early screenshots said they're every every enemy's level ninety nine, but I'm just like, there's no way that could possibly be the thing. There's no way no. we're fighting level ninety nine enemies with our level one characters. <laughs> maybe maybe if you're allowed to do like a new game plus 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 and then up the difficulty to that, then yeah, I don't see how that even be possible. <laughs> Yeah, just, just lose instantly on the first map. <laughs> Honestly, I, I could see that be a drinking game. It's like um, every time your student dies, you take a shot. You don't get past, like, month one. You're stuck there because it's just impossible. You die in real life. Speaking about dying in this game, I know that permadeath, and this is something I should have said like, earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah um, to go back. Did, did permadeath get ruined for any of you guys because of Divine Pulses? Like uh, it, it, Only a couple like, times. Because I'm like... Permadeath wasn't a, a thing for me. I wasn't even afraid of permadeath because of Divine Pulse. Because someone dies, like, oh, I'm stupid. I go back with Divine Pulse and I do it. But, like, and this is, I, and I'm sorry to, to, to the people out there who play Fire Emblem. I play Fire Emblem for the story in this one. So I played mm-hmm. on normal mode. Well, you I also play on hard mode. No, you also streamed it. So I understand yeah. that purpose. But yeah. the point is, is that uh, on hard mode, Divine Pulse is still there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in maddening mode, do you know if the vine pulse ever gets re- like removed? It's, it's, still no, there. Not, it's still there. Oh no! Come on. Maybe that's what abysmal mode will be. Is it's gone? You get rid of the vine pulse, and now you have like, okay, you, you, the crap's gonna hit the fan. Now you gotta have to go ahead and live with this mistake. The, I suppose the one thing is with the vine pulse that is part of the story because that's like something that Sothis gives you is that ability, right? Yeah, it, it, it is. Makes, but, uh, but when you could make it so you can only do it once per battle, that might be a, like a change you could do. Okay. The way yeah. the way I've always seen uh, permadeath is when I was playing like Game Boy Fire Emblems, if someone died, I didn't want that, so I would just reset. Oh, yeah. so, I, I'm one yes. of those people. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, one of those people too. I save scum, so that's and, I, I don't care. I don't care. And, yeah, in a way, it's just saving me the hassle of having to do this whole map 15 times, which I appreciate. But if I did want to do an Iron Man run. If someone dies, they stay dead. I have to progress. At least that's an option, you know? The permadeath is still a thing. They can yeah. spice up your gameplay sort of thing. Yes. So I really appreciate that. And I know yeah. you don't have to use Divine Pulse. Sure, that it's only used for the main character or the, any of the people that shouldn't have died. Um, but if, like, if the main character dies, you are forced to use Divine Pulse if you have it, unless yeah. you have nothing left. Mm-hmm. But I guess one could argue saying, well, you don't have to use Divine Pulse then, then. Like, mm-hmm. I get that, but it's a game mechanic. It's it's there. You can do it. It's tempting, yeah, but yeah. it's it's a rewind. That's all it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to, like, actually stop yourself from using the thing the game is giving you. Yeah, and that makes it, makes it like, a weird choice. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to restart my game, but, like, I don't want to use something that the game's kind of giving me. And that lasts throughout the whole map, too. If you, like, went to five turns later and you wanted to buy Impulse to the first right. turn, you could do that. I mean, I remember some things of Divine Pulse. It's like, I couldn't even remember, like, where that move I did wrong was. And I had to, like, backtrack, <laughs> yeah, like, back two turns. You waste four yeah. Divine Pulses to figure out what that turn was. Yeah. Yes, I couldn't, like, some of them I was stuck on. It's like, where did I mess up? My favorite Divine Pulse is the Divine Pulse where you go back, but you mess it by, like, one, one like, uh, turn or the yeah. one, like, action. So you have to use a second Divine Pulse just to go back one tiny action. I've done that a few times. <laughs> yeah, I've done that twice. It's the classic. The classic. Sometimes I'll accidentally make the same move that I did before. I was like, wait, I wasn't supposed to do that again. And it happens the exact same way the same time before. I didn't yeah. really I didn't really learn that about Divine Pulse until, like, the first time I went against Death Knight. And I, uh-huh. I that was the first time I used Divine Pulse, I believe. And um, at least the game didn't force me to use it. 
And I didn't realize that if you just go back and just redo your moves again, it's the same it's, outcome it, yeah. every single time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to change the RNG by doing a different action before yeah. going back and trying that action again. It took yeah. me four divine points to figure that out. It's, yeah, it's kind of like if you like go back, say an enemy crits you and kills a character, and then you rewind right before the enemy moves again, it'll still crit you yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So you just have to do something to change it. It usually yeah. involves like, like going back to another, another turn or... Like going back to before you move the character, and then changing like how you move the characters around. I just did like three it. moves before, so I know that enough in the RNG has changed. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that'll work. It's okay. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> Jolted me there for a second. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's one other thing. I think they're adding in four new characters. I believe they're playable. Oh, sorry, it's five. The third one is is at, so the fifth one is Anna. She'll be added in for the uh, Yay, Anna. third wave. I mean, we had to have Anna, like our secret playable. assassin. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, have, there's five there's five crests that aren't accounted for in this game that you can get through the crest items. Like like mm-hmm. once you go to New Game Plus, you have the crest items. There's four mm-hmm. characters that don't have like there's, there's five crests that characters don't have. So people are assuming that there's four new characters plus Anna. So they'll probably have the five. Those five characters will have the five crests. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, doesn't mention how like they'll interact in the main story or not. Yeah, they might, they might just appear or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know like how, how much they'll affect and anything. Like, mm-hmm. Because they, they said the fourth DLC will be story, but there's nothing in here that really says that the story will change at all. There's no DLC any notes anyway. Unless they add like a fifth route, like again <laughs> as I mentioned before about DLC like route. Well, yeah, I mean, because well, what I was thinking they... was they probably do like a power friendship route where everyone gets together and. Oh, I'd love thing. that. Aww. I would love that. Like, I like it as a fan, but I also feel like it kind of ruins like. Oh, no, it like, absolutely ruins that. Absolutely yeah. ruins it, but I would like that. <laughs> just just my, my heart likes it, but my mind yeah. doesn't. Yeah. And you exactly. Wouldn't have, you wouldn't have to murder kids. You just keep on going against monsters and other people, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the problem is that it'd probably be a weak story route just because like mm-hmm. a lot of the things that's compelling about this game is going up against your students and yeah. you know it's pure fight, fight, yeah, yeah. basically fighting for your ideals, right? That's the way like like basically every single um, route is is this, this character has this way of thinking and they're going to fight for this particular route or for this particular mm-hmm. ideal. Yeah. So if you do like a power friendship route, it kind of ruins the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I guess halfway through they could kind of like introduce a, a new bigger bad we all have to unite against kind of thing, but it, it's yeah, it's, but it wouldn't be as fun. It wasn't. It wouldn't be as interesting. No, but I I think what Fire Emblem Three Houses did was something that was different, but in a good way. Um, mm-hmm. I I remember when I was being on a pod uh, podcast a while back ago when we talked about uh, like what if spinoffs type of thing. And uh, I I don't know at the time if Fire Emblem was even considering this, but it was kind of funny that I mentioned this before. But I wanted to have a Fire Emblem that wanted to have, like, you interact with your your people, like, have those relationships. You walk around, and uh, it's kind of like a, a slice of life type of thing. And and it came true. And, <laughs> like, I, I go back to that podcast, and I listen to it, and it's creepy. Because I predicted the future. <laughs> so Nintendo had this plan many months and years ago. Nintendo just was listening to our podcast, like, yeah, sounds like uh, a good idea. We'll take it for ourselves. Oh yeah, I sure. Think, <laughs> I think you have a case for a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> we have it on record. <laughs> uh, uh, 
But well, I just hope as Fire Emblem continues to gain its uh, fan base that it just continues to also grip at our heartstrings and yeah. have these bonds be made and want us to keep on buying new installments. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I always wish is that you keep up like loving these characters. That's the main thing that Fire Emblem appeals to me for. Yeah. They could honestly make a Three Houses 2. Like, that's how rich these characters are and the world is. Mm. They could set us in like... 40 years in the future and the same well, sort of world. No, I don't know if that would actually work though, because if we already have three different uh, routes, um, then the game's going to have to make one of those routes canon. Or that you just transfer your save file <laughs> and the th- world is like it was built from that route. I still think Edelgard's path is canon. You guys can dispute me at any point, but I still think it's canon. My The Golden Deer route ends racism. I think I win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think what the church route is is that I mean, I can I can definitely see how Edelgard's route would be canon. Which, um, and, and maybe we should have discussed a little earlier about uh, who was right, who was wrong. I think it was it left your interpretation to the game. I think overall, because yeah, again, I I had a debate saying Edelgard was right. Edelgard actually was justified, and the church was bad. And I heard it the other side of well, Edelgard is bad, and the church was right. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, wow, this is how wars start, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> The correct answer is Claude was right. <laughs> <laughs> Claude like does the same thing as Edelgard. He just like takes control of all the countries and makes them one country, the sort of dictatorship that Edelgard does. But it has like a vision beyond that. It's like ending racism, opening up the borders and yeah. like more peaceful. I mean more, peaceful, more heroic. I mean, Edelgard has a plan. Her plan is to abolish the, the nobility. Basically, she wants to have people be in positions of power that are that deserve to be in positions of power, not because the crust says you are. Mm-hmm. But so, I think the one thing that I may have been determined, and maybe this is why I had this stranger thing, that I think the church was setting up to kill my dad, um, that at the end of the day, Edelgard killed your dad. At, at the end of the day, uh, or one could say it was those that slithered in the dark that did it, but they were working with Edelgard, i.e. the fl- uh, Flame Emperor. Uh, and I was like, well, because of that, I don't think you're good. You have very sound good intentions, and you're very convincing, but you killed my dad. So, yeah, the thing is, Edelgard still regrets the fact that it happened, right? Remember, she, like, in her, she, in her she route, does, she, but she, she just doesn't like those who slithered in the dark. She just has to work with them because they're, she's, whatever, the leader is her uncle. And she needs to work with him just to, you know, placate him. Yeah, but, yeah. She's, but she gets rid of them, like, by the end of the game. Or, and maybe like, if I continue anyway. to play on that route, and maybe I show more empathy, saying, hey, I'm so sorry it happened to your dad. That didn't mean to be that way. But when I was playing the church route, I was like, uh, you need to die because stuff <laughs> has happened. But in a, in a way, I see it how both sides are right and wrong. Um, but again, it's left to your interpretation. Whatever, whatever you thought was the best route for you, you like that route, and whatever you interpret it, that's that's what you interpret it as. If you yeah. want to think that everyone's aliens at the end of the day, fine, they're all aliens. I mean, one of the nice mm-hmm. things of hearing everybody's experience, it makes me want to play each one of your routes. It just probably mm-hmm. won't be as hardcore as I have with the Blue Lions. Yeah. So I think yeah. I'll just do like normal, casual, and just to get the other storylines. I would love to see it myself, even though, yeah, there's YouTube and whatever about it. I need to experience it myself. Yeah. Well, your first time, time was always your best time. Yeah, New Game Plus <laughs> also. <laughs> oh. Is that what it is, Kyle? Uh-huh. Uh, Got it. No, not really. That's that's just, that came oh. out much more wrong than it should have been. But 
your first time was always your questionable time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, I, I really I, I do agree with Catherine, though. It's just that I feel that if I had to play the game through again, it's just, I don't feel like the effort would be there. I think the effort would just see. I want to complete the storyline. I, mm -hmm. I want to see what happens in that one. I won't have the same attachment to the kids. I will not have the same attachment to Well, <laughs> I'll you know, all, all, all the ones I can that I love. I personally, me as in Kyle, won't have the same oh, attachment to anybody. I okay. Got it. Sorry, I wasn't generalizing. <laughs> I was just focusing just on me right now. I won't have the same attachment. We're having a lover's quarrel right here. Right I guess <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so. <laughs> Either way, the reason why I still think Elgar's a candidate is because she's the uh, the singer of the main theme song, so therefore she's right. Oh, well, that's proof. Uh, well, <laughs> bring it up that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you listen to the lyrics of... Um, if you play Black, ever play Black Eagle's Root and do her root, then listen to the main theme song, it just makes so much sense. You're such an Edelgard fanboy. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes sense, you guys. It just makes sense. It just makes sense, guys. I, I totally agree with it. Yeah, that's it. Just makes sense. While it the says, no, it didn't make any sense. It comes to the conclusion we cannot have just one best boy or girl. We cannot. Yeah. No, you can't. No. No. The characters in the game are too good for that. And, and again, I think for those that, if, if for whatever reason you are listening to this podcast now and you just ruined the whole game for you and now you want to play the game, <laughs> I, I, you know, even though we've spoiled everything that we possibly could spoil inside this game, there's still more. There's still more. There's still there's things still that you're going to play. Things, yeah. yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of stuff in there of which I feel that, again, every experience is different. By the time you get into the fifth, seventh, or tenth map in this game, you're going to have that attachment to those kids that you didn't think you're going to have before. You're going to go in there saying, I'm going to hate X, Y, and Z. You, you turn to love them. So yeah. it's it's always going to be different. This game has that pull on you, and, and I don't know why. Yeah, like I'm a, we're going to this game thinking I'm going to hate Fernand, I'm going to hate Lorenz. I'm like <laughs> these guys just look like just complete asshats. Yeah. But but you know by the end of the game I was just like these guys end up being like really great characters that I just fell in love with. Yeah. Those are the two I killed. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, in like... another world, I killed both of you, but now I like you two. <laughs> Uh, we'll be wrapping up. Yeah, we're just about to wrap up here. So, uh, thanks you guys for joining me for this episode. It was great talking about this game. Like, I finally feel like I got like a lot of stuff out of my system. Now I don't feel like <laughs> it's just Damn. I don't feel like it all just built up inside of me and just need to have it released. So it's good yeah. to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, next week on Retro Encounter, Michael Solosi will be back to talk about another recent release, the Link's Awakening remake on Switch. Yeah, this is like we're going back to back with now with uh, like games that just came out. What is yeah. what was this podcast becoming? I'm surprised <laughs> we haven't gone that yet, Kyle. Um, uh, Link's Awakening remake. Yeah, yeah. Don't judge. <laughs> we didn't get the game yet. <laughs> like to like to be fair, I haven't gone yet either. But uh, I also had Nino Kuni. <laughs> now I got Nino Kuni that day instead. So does that yeah. to do? Uh, so the, the, for the remainder of the month, we have uh, two game journal episodes covering the first uh, Grandia game. So that. So that, that will be out for the end of uh, October. Uh, if you want to get into contact with us, please email us at retro at rpgfan.com. And don't forget to check us out on social media like our Facebook page, Twitter page, and Instagram. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, Leone here will be, uh, <laughs> we'll be happy to, <laughs> to chat with you. I'm sorry, I was trying to hold back. I'm like, are you going to say something about that? <laughs> There's another social media, please. 
yeah so uh, don't forget to also join us on our forums for RPG oh and, our, and our discord server <laughs> there's a discord server Leona's gone Leona's like I'm gonna find you and murder you now <laughs> it's really good yes come join us on discord server seriously though we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of great active uh, members of our community you can talk to and feel free to discuss anything RPG related um, yes. and of course we have our twitch channel here and the Kyle and uh, Catherine here are definitely not a part of the Switch channel oh. that I'm promoting. <laughs> definitely I like not how the Twitch channel streamers. gets promoted last. We still God, miss thanks. we miss you, Nathan. You should come I know. Back. I know. I gotta have. I gotta find some time to do it. But what, what I do, I want to. Once I have a schedule down, I, I do want to return to streaming though. For we we all we all have done it, minus Scott. So by all means, it, it really helped me out to get the motivation, confidence, and that hype to come back. So yeah. by all means, take your time. the <laughs> machine. So yeah, so yeah, if you guys like to them, like our streamers here on the podcast, you can join them on our Twitch channel. Uh, we have something new streaming every day, so I'm sure you'll find something to your liking. <sighs> Uh, Golden Sun. Uh. <laughs> like no, I love it. But as a, if you ever listen to one of my streams, you will hear me complain that the guidance in this game is shockingly bad. It's horrible, man. <laughs> love, love the Golden Sun series. Love it so far, but man, there's no direction. Yeah. Also, yeah. check out the Golden Sun episode of the podcast that I hosted. There you go. Yeah, Why'd yeah. you do that? I did it like a few months ago with Keegan and uh, Tris. Oh, nice. No, that was no. I didn't play it in, by that time, so that's why yeah. I wasn't joined. Before her joined. love decided to blossom and this uh... hatred for logs and everything. That, that's the first. That's the first one I hate logs. First one I hate logs. <laughs> so the, we also have our other podcast, RPG RPG fan, uh, Random Encounter, hosted by Greg Delmich, where we talk about current events and other RPGs the panelists have been playing. Uh, there's also Rhythm Encounter where we discuss highlights in RPG music, but the podcast is on hiatus at the moment. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes or however you're listening to us. We do appreciate the feedback. And uh, to wrap things up, how can we find you all on social media? You Which one of them? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, everybody, don't, don't, at least don't, three uh, of us here. Talk so. all <laughs> fight for it. Fight, fight, fight. Lena, go. Uh, yeah. Leona, start uh, with you. Oh, sorry, Lena. You can find me on Twitter at Starmongus, and you can find me on our Discord server at Starmongus also. Uh, I, I don't... You kids and your social media. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have a Twitter, unfortunately, but you can always find me on Twitch. Uh, uh, any, any single time you see an Albert Redfield somewhere like that, that's more than likely me. But uh, it's uh, kyle.courtbelly at rpgfan.com if you want to send me some email toward my way or if you want to come over to the twitch channel i'm i'll be streaming something something along those lines but uh yeah if you see an albert redfield that's more than likely me more than likely there's gonna be more than one of i've i have seen other ones who've stolen the name so if you see an ex albert redfield that may also be me as well so pretenders. <laughs> so if uh if you're out there pretenders i know who you are <laughs> And for myself with Catherine, you can find me Mondays currently, maybe a second day soon for RPG fans, uh, Twitch streaming, um, continuing the Golden, uh, Golden Sun, The Lost Age. And if not that, you can also find me on my personal Twitch channel, uh, The Nerdy Cat with two T's and a K, no C. <laughs> oh, trust me, that with Catherine's, it has to be a K. 
Yeah, so the, <laughs> no ca ca the Catherine in Three Houses is the sea. I know, I yeah. was so disappointed I could finally have had a character named after me. I was so disappointed. I was heartbroken. I stole her sword and gave it to Dorothea for some reason. I stole her sword too. I think everyone steals her sword. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's for myself. You can find me at SmashKing27 on Twitter. Uh, on our Discord, I am SmashKing. And uh, you can find me on my Twitch channel, streaming every Friday, usually. Kind of. <laughs> It's usually whenever I can find the time when I'm not super busy on Fridays. Uh, I'm uh, Smash King TV on Twitch. And for that, I think we are just about done for okay. today. Yeah, that was good fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. All right, listeners, that's it for today. Good night and good luck. Bye. 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 Bye.